You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and we got this luscious mother effer over there named Shane Diablo. What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. Dude, what's up? I do not want to be pigeonholed into the booyah, so oh, okay. I'm going to just... I'm trying to break that. Well, now. well, the thing is, is uh, you know, a lot of, of of professionals get pigeonholed into one type of yeah. shtick, quote unquote, and they never live it down. I think you're a smart man for doing that. Thanks. I, I'm glad that you feel that way about me. <laughs> What's been going on, man? Um, not much. You know what? I checked out the oh. audio booking. Oh, uh, Carmilla. Audio- yeah. Did you check it out? Camilla. Okay, so I actually have Is it this- Carmilla or Camilla? Carmilla? I don't know. Probably Carmilla. I think Carmilla. it's Camilla. Carmilla? Whatever. 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 Dude, that is... The BBC knows how to do that. Okay, so where did you get it, first of all? I got it from the audiobook bay. Okay, well, is that is that some kind of pay service or whatever? No, it's just a... You can go and, you know, just build yourself an is account. Is it kind of like the Pirate Bay, but Audiobook Bay? Kinda, yeah. I mean, I yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, I'm right. coming out. Yeah, it's wow, it's, wow. That's a bold statement, sir. Yeah, I'm coming out. It's uh, <laughs> it's like a torrent type of thing. Okay. But dude, the BBC, I really enjoyed it. You know what? Did you listen to the whole thing? The whole thing. I was downloaded literally from... fifty minutes long. Oh, are you kidding me? But it had all the bells and whistles and the, you know, the horses and the doors opening and everything. It was I gotta really get that cool. Because I downloaded it from LibriVox and I started listening to it and it's just girl reading it and it was okay. And she oh, actually had a great, horrible. no, 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 no. She had a good voice and whatever. I just was like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this shit right now. So I didn't check it out. But, well, there was like, how was it only, how was it only 50 minutes long? It was, was like abridged. 16. Oh, there's like 16 files off of uh, archive.org. See, and I like doing that better. I like the unabridged, the long version, the whole book or whatever, but LibriVox is horrible, dude. Is it really? Well, well was Nine it- out of ten times, it's horrible because you're listening to the reflection of someone's voice. Like, I, I downloaded a book Inflection? and I... God, what was it? I can't remember what the book was, uh-huh. but the girl ended every sentence on an up note. Hey, kind of like how I say uh, Asian names. Yeah. Asian and names? Dude, it was horrible horrible really? because you stop listening to the book right and you listen to her reflection S- inflection inflection <laughs> so dude, on every was little it- sentence she has to go up on a note so the movie was uh, or the the book was good then is what you're saying really good really was it erotic? i enjoyed it for vampires i enjoyed yeah it was pretty erotic really I mean, but it was bbc were you driving around in your thing with a half a woody uh a couple of times there was a couple of <laughs> you know what's I, her name uh Carmilla yeah. Kernstein or Karn, whatever. Kernstein. Like, yes. Man, it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Dude, I, you know, I'm going to finish that. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to, maybe I'll go to the, to the, uh, what is the audiobook bay? Yeah, it's theaudiobookbay.com. Well, I don't feel bad for doing that because apparently the Carmilla is in the public domain because I got it off of LibriVox 
And so, you know, that means the story is... is well, in the BBC version of it's like on air, you know, and someone sure. just recorded or whatever. But it sounded really good. I like the story a lot. Okay. And uh, and I also downloaded the like the the BBC version of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, was, I've actually read that book. I read that it's book tough a going long a bit. Yeah. time ago. But this was like cut, clean, crisp. You know, it was a bridge to it. Okay. It was like the let's get to the nut and bolts of this thing. Sure. You know? But um, I I had a good time with it. I'm gonna check that out then because. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I listened to the girl reading it, and it's not that she was bad, but, I mean, it was obvious that uh, it wasn't a professional recording. On LibriVox, like a lot of times they'll have, like, them just do chapters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll go, oh, I, I, I like the way this guy's reading the book, and then some new guy will come on. Oh, really? And he's like, hello, mate, all right, here's the second, you know, and you're, right. you're like, what? And then it'll be, the next <laughs> chapter will be someone else, and it's horrible. Okay, so you just have to kind of adjust. Because usually, you know who the best audiobook guy I've ever read, or I've ever listened to is? Who? Tim Curry. Oh, I'm sure. He I'm was ne- awesome. I can't remember exactly what book it was. It was an Anne Rice book. Yeah, I listened to all the Anne Rice books, okay? You know what? what? That would be pretty cool. I would, I would say he did a Anne great Rice. job, dude. And it's funny because I still have it. I can't remember which one it is, but I still have all those. I, it was so long ago. They were books on actual cassette tape. Yeah. You know, so no, but I, they still really kind of call them that. Cassette uh, tape, you know. I mean, oh, it's, oh, just it's, like, it's not into the the nomenclature, the their everyday speak of <laughs> you know audio books. So people still say book on tapes. Really? Yeah. So well, but no. It's so audio files. So I'm gonna go um, check that out, and and because I mean, obviously, one of my most a lot of movies that I love are based off that book. And if if you're saying it's awesome, I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, let's see. I I did want to mention one thing. All right. There's a movie out there called Savage Streets. You ever heard of it? I yes, I have. Okay. Yes. Indeed. Have you ever seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. Now, it's one of my all-time favorite movies of all time. Did I mention? Did I say the words all time? Because I, I want you to know that it's one of my favorite books. Uh huh. Linda Blair. Yes. Okay. So okay. So I'm like okay. Well, you know, I got to get uh, all I have is um. The, the, let's see. What was it on eBay? There was um. Uh, uh no no sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. On eBay, there was there's one version of it, but it's like a hundred bucks because it was out of print and whatnot. But as my searching through Arrow Video has a DVD of it. There, the problem is, is they're in the UK, and um, you know their their DVDs are Region Zero, whatever, so it doesn't play in my thing. But you right. can play it on your computer and whatnot. Anyway, so I got it from Arrow Video, and right. I watched it on the computer and whatnot. And I d- actually didn't watch the movie again. What I did is watch all the extras and stuff like that. First of all, let me just say that the that the art for the for the DVD was amazing, and I think it's only for this Arrow Video company. I think that the that the cover was made only for this Arrow Video. Okay. And the the thing is, is the the inserts that they had there was like a full on booklet about the insides and, and what went on with this, this movie and stuff like that. You think I liked this movie before? Now having seen this and <clears throat> you know watched all these extras, unbelievable. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to buy all my movies from Arrow Video now. I mean, they should they, give us money and stuff for 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 pimping them like this. Arrow the video, is it's amazing how good it was, how, how high quality, yeah. all the awesome extra stuff like that. I'm stoked. And actually, the movie that we're talking about today, which is the Fun House, mm-hmm. um, has an Arrow uh, video release, and I'm going to pick it up. 
Wow, that's so, yeah. interesting. So, anyways, I didn't even mention what we're doing today. We're talking about Danzig's album Lucifuge and the Fun House from 1981. Oh yeah, there you go. I mean, now now that we've got that out of the way, it's it's party time, <laughs> dude. Um, so and I wanted to mention one thing. I we're, we've been doing a lot of quote unquote pimping of Arrow videos so far on this, right? But for all you people who are in the Salt Lake City area. I wanted to go ahead and announce something that's going on. And uh, on, on uh, what is it, June 9th, there is actually a uh, zombie pub crawl. A friend of mine Ooh. puts this on every year. I think it's the third year in a row. Yeah, you know, yeah. They go from pub to pub. Is that, uh, <clears throat> Sam? That's Sam. That's Samantha. Awesome. And yeah. uh, she's doing this again. I just wanted to make sure that uh, people who are from uh, this area know about it. It's, it's uh, June 9th. They are, uh, I think we're, let's see, she, she sent me a little bit of a, a little bit of information on it. Um, it's, of course, it's downtown. We'll go from place to place to place. It ends at the Green Pig Pub. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Uh, the bands are Jackie Purvo, which is a rockabilly slash cowpunkish band. I don't know, huh. what, I don't know what cowpunkish really means. Cause, uh, I'm thinking I'm not rockabilly hip. slash cowboy music. Sure. Whatever, I like it. After uh, after all the resurrects all right. and the and the stuff like that, I I, I'm down, man. Okay. I'm down with that. Okay, so I happy. believe you. But just so you know, more details will come. Maybe uh, I'll put them up on the on the site and stuff like that. So, by the way, if you are not a member of the Corpse Cast Facebook page, oh, go why there? Why? That's where all the fun shit life? happens. Exactly. You can post crap all day long on your Facebook page that no one reads, or you can come over to the Facebook group at CorpseCast, right? Yeah, CorpseCast slash Cadaver Lab. Cadaver Lab. But I think it's time that we got rid of the slash Cadaver Lab. I th- Listen, I think Cadaver Lab has its place in history, okay? Oh, it's But that's of, yeah. exactly what it is. It's history. Yeah. You know, as much as I loved it and as much as we love Sam and everybody we know loves Sam, especially Zach. And I love Sam, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, that, we, that we're kind of taking the baton and we are going. We're baby. on the second leg. We're on the second leg. Of the racetrack. Exactly. And so, you know, and listen, all I'm saying is, is I, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not like putting that in my pet. You know how like some guys are like, like, yeah, now like Kevin Bacon, I'm a big star now. I don't do horror movies and shit like that, yeah. but I'm not like that. I'm just saying it's the corpse cast is where it's at, baby. Sure. Go to the Facebook page, search for corpse cast, get on our group. Uh, if you're my friend, I don't really like to add, you know, you, you on Facebook and people like add you to groups automatically. I, I don't like hate that, that shit. at all. So I don't do it. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that to you unless people specifically ask. Yeah. So either hit me up on Mike Cadaver on, uh, let on, me ask uh, you this Facebook. about, uh, let me ask you this about Facebook. Let's hear it. Now, if you get, if you see some kind of a post from a group, cause I don't ever remember joining any groups yeah. other than Corpse Cast. That's uh-huh. the only group I want to be. And, uh, Dark Discussions. Okay. Padded Room doesn't really do anything at Padded all. Room does a lot of stuff on Corpse Cast. So you're getting the double whammy right yeah. there. And same with Dark Discussions. Yeah, uh, he, Philip, he, he, he posts, he posts all the time. Yeah. But, but it's like, uh, I noticed that if I happen to go, what the hell's this? And I click on it, it's almost like I instantly join. Oh, I don't know. I think you have to join. Oh. But, uh, but, but the thing is, is people will add other people on them and, and all of a sudden they'll start showing up and they'll get emails. Yeah. And, and I don't, all sorts of weird stuff. And I don't want to annoy people. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want to do that either. But I mean, I, because but come, that's but come just join not... ours because it's, it's fun as shit. Yeah, it is. And I know that Chris really liked what I just said. Fun as shit. Yeah. It's okay. fun, as, it's shit. fun as shit. What the shit's going what on? The, what the shit? What the shit? Why, why aren't you on the Facebook what the shit? Who that? Exactly. Yeah. Get on the group because it's always cool to see new people. I always kind of 
you know, it's. I think there's like 180 people on there now. Something it's like that. You know, it's not a very big number, but it's, I mean, there's a lot of action on it. Yeah. So do it. And, and the people there, they coo. They, they do. Coo. They're cool. And the thing is, 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 uh, from when I do Facebook, maybe this is getting a little too personal, but when I do Facebook, I don't, I rarely even look at my timeline anymore or, or like the news feed or whatever, because there's just a lot of stuff on there that I don't care about, you yeah. know, or that, you know, so I just, I spend most of my time on there. You know, it's perfect. I pretty much do that. And the thing is, if is I'm it's not all like, posting something on Facebook, mm-hmm. some smart ass remark or something, <laughs> I'm at the corpse cast. Well, group. and the thing is, is the, the discussion's pretty, you know, we keep it down to stuff that we talk about on the corpse cast and, you know, or, or topics. I mean, there's a lot of ball stuff too. Oh yeah. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Balls and men with vaginas and yeah, weird you know. shit. So all the stuff you love, people, men with vaginas, you love it. You What's know that it. Guy's name? Sign That's us disgusting, up. I, I can't dude. remember. I can't remember Sickening his name. you people like that. That's oh, kind of hot, though, right? What? No. It's weird. It blew my mind the first time I saw it. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Anyhow. Like any, yeah. any, any, any. <laughs> That's really all I got for, um, for, uh, kind of the intro. And, uh, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to this show. Uh, never really listened to Danzig a lot before. So this is kind of my, I mean, I've heard the mother and, and you know, and, yeah. and, the, and stuff like that. So I'm pretty excited to talk We're about We're a virgin that. to more a lot like, of Danzig stuff. More, yes, absolutely. And I'd never heard any tunes off the album that we're doing today. Right. So wow. this was a big deal. This was yeah. a big deal for me. Um, also, it's coming out. Um, oh, dude, I'm you, I'm excited. I know uh, you. It's just I see a gleam in your eye, but you're just going, <laughs> "Wow, man!" You know, I I don't know what's wrong with me. Feel liberated. What I'm it's like take your bra off, right? And now. you know what? Let me take t- your bra off. Let me tell. Right oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a free woman. I'll, I'll and, come you know, around. You can't I'll come, come around and do. unbutton it for you. No, <laughs> no, it's a front button, so I got oh, it. No ooh, problem. Nice. Anyway, so let me let me tell you something too. Uh, you know what? No, let's save it. Let's save it for okay. when we're talking about uh, Danzig. Um, we did get a lot of voicemails, so maybe we should get on into those. Sounds uh, unless good. you have anything else, I don't. I don't want to rush you. You know, um, Carmilla, awesome BBC cool. I'm gonna version. I'm gonna, um, you know what? You need to give me those MP3s. In fact, you need I to give can, me those MP3s before I leave. I can do that. Cool. It's easy. Let's do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, here's okay. So before we get into voicemails, let me read the question of the episode. Do I? Am I talking really fast? I feel like I'm talking fast. Uh, I'm buzzed, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, this week. you're on fire. Dude. I got you're a fist. I'm pumping my fist in the air. You're people. a fucking firecracker. That's right, all the time. <laughs> all right. So the question for last episode was uh, uh, needs to be prefaced. We in no way condone censorship in any way, shape, or form. However, right. Have you ever been watching a movie where you just felt like it went too far for your delicate sensibilities? Hmm. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, start with the voicemails. Hey guys, it's Brian. Brian kind of been really busy end of the week finally got through the episode we're glad you did uh, called oh, in yeah, i don't know sailor. man i need to give you some of those powdered flesh pep pills and something man <laughs> get you some of them uh what Limbic are they called funny bunnies kind of been in limbo many thins pleasure sure. center stimulated or something man you talking about i don't know maybe cookies? i could do with one of those ding dong pains of Shane, hell, that'd stimulate the place. It's in the so mail, dude. Tomorrow. Trade you video of me doing the Buffalo Bill for one of your ding dong paintings, Shane. I hope you didn't shave. Uh, I like to see Bush when you're tucking your shit. dick. Question of the episode. I don't know if that's a good trade, though. Get right into that because I really don't have much to say. Um, I would have to say, I spit on your grave was although a great movie. Gnarly. I think they pushed 
the limit. They did. I agree. For me, anyway, with the portrayal of the rape scenes. It was like it was I mean, really long, and drawn you out. Go from like that red line of rage, like you're just, a, and then the cop. That was it, man. <laughs> when the cop gets into it, that's when I was just over the fucking top, pissed off. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good movie. You're talking about the new one. That was that was definitely pushing it. Um, certainly drew the line there. Um. Other than that, I really haven't got much to say other than, uh, Shane, you said something about people with Lakers jerseys <laughs> yeah. getting their car impounded. Boom. Where the fuck was that rule when I was towing cars? <laughs> Goddamn, I could have made a hell of a lot more money in it back then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Take that, Laker like, bitch. I, I, I can your... probably arrange something. Do you see somebody in a Lakers jersey? You know, my boys, you know, they, they still need a little work now and then. Hit me up. We'll get their shit impounded. That'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious. At least a boot. Anyway, oh, dude, guys, they deserve stand it. Out there. Look forward to seeing you, you like in person. Love you both. I miss you, Brian. Great show. Keep it up. Talk to you next week. Take Who the man? He the man. He the man. Who the man? He the man. What? <laughs> Brian Totra. Listen, I, I'm really happy that he brought up the Lakers jerseys because, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been watching some, uh, some playoff basketball. Of course, the Jazz are gone, so I'm going to cry. My of course. I've done that. But, you know, I watch, I watch the Lakers versus Denver and it's, it pisses me off that there's so many Lakers, Laker fans at these Denver games. It pisses me off. It's the hip, hip hop. Yeah. Kiss, kiss my freaking balls, Laker fans. It's West Coast, East Coast. <laughs> uh, Jake the Snake called in. Jake. Hey, hey, hey. Jake the Snake here again. <laughs> <clears throat> Good episode, guys. Serpent and Rainbow. That's something I gotta see sometime. Oh, yeah, what? dude. Uh, yeah, watch it. I mean, I, I've always been the Wes Craven fan, even though uh, his whole resume is about 50 50. Stay I mean, strong, brother. I'm with you. Nightmare on Elm Street. He's and never seen movie. Serpent in the Rainbow. Um, it happens. There is Even though it's on five bucks for four movies pack at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> what a crap load that was, but <laughs> Serpent in the Rainbow sounds like one of his good ones. So Check I it out. Check that, it out. Um, it's awesome. Um, now, question of the episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> Raise yourself, uh Last week was a little bit more uppity for me, up the beat, like saying, oh, yeah, Sleepaway Camp had a cool cover, but uh, right. this week's question, time to sit beside what film do you think went too far? Uh, yeah, my, it's going to be a little bit of a downer. My answer is talking like Yoda for some reason. What is it? Uh... <clears throat> Can I don't know death, if anybody the, seen the uh, movie <laughs> Bull Movie Seed. Oh, I haven't seen it. Kind of his uh, slasher movie. Uh, I don't know. I've been like, somewhat interested in movie Bull. While well, I mean, <laughs> some of the movies are so trash that they're so some? fun to watch. Most? Know, just like House of the Dead. Oh, I love it. So the first cadaver tracks. I'd give it a try. I mean, hey. Newbie Bull delving into my favorite subgenre. So, yeah, I rented it, got back to my college dorm, popped it in, 
was prepared for a good time. And, ugh, well, rough note is started on. I didn't picture Jake Now, before I get into this, I will life. say where I think a movie crosses the line is... Dude, uh, why do you think Robitussin abuse is... I really love True, true, but animals, it all comes really. together. That's true. Specifically, mm-hmm. dogs and cats. So, there's a dog and cat... Uh, in danger scene in the movie. Really? I um, have to look away. I have not seen and, it, and I don't yeah, know that... the movie opens up with ice, the killer watching, I think, it's real-life footage of some guys torturing dogs. Really? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was rough to watch. To see that, baby. And, Dude, uh, that's how... Uh, up there. What's his name started? Anybody who's seen Bundy. the movie... By torturing they animals. Have. Serial killers always start out uh, killing animals. The killer sends the uh, police. And I'm not talking about hunting. Videos. You're talking about what you like told me you want to do to your dogs? Sticks them in the room oh, with no point. food and water <laughs> at all. Watches them starve to death. Ugh. And even little fast forward motion of them decomposing. Yikes! And he starts off small with just a roach and then rat. And then it goes to a dog. Uh, I had to fast really? forward through that part. That's sick. And he moves <laughs> on to a baby. Yeah. Wow. And then a woman. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. What's that football yeah. guy's yeah. name with the dog, the pit bull dog? I didn't exactly and... turn off the movie at oh, that yeah. point. I can't remember. I mean, yeah, the movie can be can like just regular type flashers and. 24 hours. I'm going to watch it ever <laughs> yeah. again because it crossed the line, boys, let me tell you. <laughs> so, on a better note, just so I don't end a voicemail there, and you don't send the cops to my place saying, hey, this guy, Jake, he sounded very down when he left. <laughs> He's beyond suicide. We send the cops. Yeah, we send uh, doing that, you know. Like the <clears throat> therapist? Uh, more yeah, up the note. Um, I have started Drug to use Spotify finally. Oh, Spotify, what a great dude. app that Love is. Exactly. And now I'm being able to listen to the music you guys promote on your or review on your show. Thank you. We're in nobody's I'm back really pocket, baby. Nimbin. Spotify. Yeah, those we'll are probably my money. favorite. <laughs> and Spotify and Arrow and, Video. Uh, another band you might have heard of. Uh, what was their name? Oh, it starts with die and ends in die. Haha, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Die, Master Die, bitch! Uh, it's probably one of my new favorite bands. Me too! I, I'm not oh, just brown nosing. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pause it real quick. Sure. I'm going to pause it real quick. Jakey, we're, you're the sweetest little pea in town. We're sitting here in Casa Diablo right now. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, I was just talking to good old Shane about how one day... He's Someday. Gonna make I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I am shocked that you guys haven't made it yet. I mean, listen, you've made it. I mean, you're a sexy hey, beast, okay? don't think for a minute I don't want to go on the Grammys and go, I want to thank Jesus Christ and everybody <laughs> and my mama. My mama's sitting on the front row. I want to do all that. I just don't, sure. you know. It, it, the problem is uh, for, like, every band, and, you know, we try to do the best we can to say, sure. for God's sakes, go buy it. Right. But, you know, when things... You know, on the interweb, changed. Yep. It's you can find everything free, and Dude. that kind of kills 
Let me ask you, know, you something. The though, band. Dude. Let me ask the you rock something. Rock and roll lifestyle. You may may not be being paid a lot in cash, but you're paid a lot in good vibes because there's a Absolutely. lot of people you help. Okay. I love Spotify. I oh, love dude. it that people can like Jake can hear everything we've done, live Absolutely. albums and everything. It's all I've been there. listening to a lot of your live albums and I mean because I mean I've I have all of the regular albums that you know that you, that you guys are going to record just through you. Yeah. But I mean to go on to Spotify already being a Die Monster Die big fan and being able to listen to some live stuff that you guys did and, and this was before we even met. I think you yeah. you you uh recorded that in like 2007 which God, we what well, when did we meet like 3 years ago? So yeah. like 2008 2009 or something like that. Yep. But um yeah, to to go hear that stuff, I'm pretty stoked about it, man. I mean, it, it's it's out there. It's awesome. Listen. Here, can I give you 5 bucks right now out of my own pocket? No. Don't do that. Oh, okay. All right. Send it to Arnie Schmechtel, my lawyer. <laughs> Schmechtel, why well, you can Schmechtel will take fifty percent of it. You can schmeck it. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, Thank you, Jake. Here, I love you. Brown nosing is really good. I agree. I totally um, agree. I could listen to over and over. And I do. Again. I listen to it over and over again. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Run out of steam. This is uh, like, <laughs> like the yeah, Robitussin's taking about over. About that movie. Yeah, Texas us all. Uh, all right. See you later. Sweet, dude. Awesome stuff. One thing I want to say about Die Monster Die is you've got to... GP knows a lot of Die Monster Die stuff. Okay. But the the key to Die Monster Die is the lyrics because Zero is an absolute wordsmith. Right. And the stuff is not... I mean, maybe it is deep or maybe it's not deep. It's funny. But... And there's a lot of tongue and there's cheek in there. There's a lot of humor in there. But I the think. way he writes his lyrics is he is the one of the best lyricists I have ever. Now this is next to Chris Morrissey of Utah. Morrissey of Utah. Chris, Chris the Jesus Morrissey of slaves. Utah. Jesus and slaves. And Zero DeLorean from Die Monster Die are the best songwriter lyricists, wordsmiths in the world. Really? If you listen to the words, you go. Oh my God! Is Chris, is Chris is on Spotify? He's on Spotify, but what with the drum track, right? Porcupine, Porcupine, yeah. Porcupine is the album that he put out, you know. And now I'm jamming with him now, so we're working on some new stuff. But yeah, he's got one album that we put out on Spotify mm-hmm. that you can listen to. What's it called? It's called. It's just Porcupine. Okay. And well, you're gonna see the cover, and it's just uh, like a stick figure kind of drawing of uh like a guy with a bunch of knives in his back okay and wow, that's, that's the only, dude yeah because they're you're gonna come up with porcupine tree and right porcupine sandwich and porcupine right but you know look for it and see porcupine. what you think. what what's the uh what's the draw to porcupine there are a lot of porcupine bands out there i don't know man chris we need to know man we need to know why it's porcupine I'm wow. not, I'm not, I'm not I would criticizing. be interested to know that. I'm not criticizing. I'm just asking because it's, there are quite a few porcupine things. You yeah. don't have like a lot of leopard bands besides deaf leopard and they spell it wrong. So it's totally different. Exactly. You know, other animals, there's not a lot. Okay. Whatever. Great. Porcupine. What's the deal? Yeah. Lauren called in. Lauren. Oh, oh, hey, my Shane, It's Lauren. Yo. I totally forgot to, um, to mention this, um, during my call for, Last week's Serpent the Rainbow episode, um, but this is, this is going back to the Zombie 3 episode where Shane was like, if, if like, I was a woman and men pulled over and were like, here's, I love you, oh, I'd spit, 
Well, actually, the, I, just the tone of her hold voice. On. Hold on, I got to pause it because did you just notice? the tone of her voice. <laughs> I can you? tell it's coming. Did you notice how she changed her voice to do her impression <laughs> of you? <laughs> I noted, and she said something in Italian, yep. and I'm I'm almost willing to bet that it was not favorable. <laughs> And now she's gone. And then Shane said, Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I, I rewound it a little bit so we don't miss anything, but here she is back. Here's, I love you. I spit. Well, actually, I, it doesn't work in Italy because I tried that. Um, oh. I was, um, my friend and I were, yeah, it was like Christmas in Naples. And the first incident of the morning I love was that like, we went out for, we were out <laughs> walking in, in our, you know, little black pants. Ooh, and um, I just felt something on my butt, and I turned around, and like there was like this little fat twelve-year-old Italian boy, really, and, like grabbed my ass, tried to but grab was, like pulling. I could see like the follow-through. Good she for was, him. Like, her jaw had dropped, and his like his like fat grandmother was like yelling him from the window, like, <laughs> so like so basically, the grandma saved me from that one, and then um. <laughs> So, like, walked around, whatever. By the end of the day, some, like, Tunisian dude starts... I mean, streets are pretty deserted, so, like, sort of following us home, like, Oh, ciao, Bellini. Nice. I'm Italian, so too. Like, oh, yeah. Guys, so, was, long, you know, like, tried taking my nose, which is the first line of defense. Didn't work. <laughs> and so then I just tried spitting. Didn't work. So then... My friend Kristen was like, I love this. And there was just like drool coming out of my mouth. Oh, nice. Away, that sounds really hot. Like, wow. <laughs> like a good amount of drool coming out of my mouth before he would walk away. Sick. And, um, awesome. I screamed the whole dinner at me that I was a star at Christmas. So anyway, <laughs> don't go to Christmas. In Naples? Um, in Naples. Okay, okay. There's a more of that story. And, uh, I drool like naturally. Yeah, Maybe that's just... Not so this away. is Christmas. <laughs> All right. And Cheers, Maples this year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so there you go, Shane. You're full of shit. <laughs> okay. Well, that, you know, that's not the work. first time. It won't be the last. Here, but, let, let's try my let's try I'm my telling Shane. you, them Italians, man. They're like, get, 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 get. The, the white pants, <laughs> long schlongs, motor scooters. <laughs> they see two hot chicks. They're yeah. like, it's a quit security. I look at my summer sausage. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. that, is that summer sausage? Is it summer sausage? Or, Dude. Is that even what it's called? Because I only seem to get it in the winter. It's summer sausage. Okay. It's hot. Her right. head just hangs right out of the cutoff white pants shorts. Well, sure. Sklatsy bootsy. And you got to drool. Do you know what bootsy means in Italian? Giant summer sausage, but you can't see the outline of the head because they're uncircumcised. Oh, I'm going to say that when I go over there. I've heard, though, that like you walk down certain parts of like the the streets uh -huh. and whatnot, and like the tourists, they're showing them around or whatever, and these little kids will come over and go, oh, you know, I, 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 hold on. <laughs> and that's still your goddamn wallet right really? in your pocket. That reminds me of Hostel, too. Yeah. Bitches. Still your wallet jerks. right up. Hey! I'd punch a kid in the face if he tried to steal my freaking wallet. If you steal my wallet, yeah. I'm not going to get anything. I don't think you can choke You can choke a kid in Italy. Sure. You can well, get away with that. Well, let's put it this There's way. Just like choke a, him to death in the streets. In a culture where they can like grab your ass for no reason, you can choke him without any kind of uh, repercussions. Could you just imagine, dude? I mean, <laughs> God, just the, the, just the sex that goes on in that place. Uh, <laughs> 
Just an Italy period. It's a very sexual place. They are, dude. They're they're all very very dark. I I've never been there, so I mean I, I'm talking. About I've never been there either. But let's put it this way: every movie I've ever seen, they're all about the hot grease. They're sex. horny. All the ladies are horny. They're all hot. They all love wine and spaghetti, and they want you. Spaghetti? White American man. I'll tell you what: spaghetti is my greatest in because you think they can slurp spaghetti? Never yeah. mind. I'm I'm going to stop right there. But oh. uh, the Wolfman. No, they roll it on a spoon, dude. <laughs> they're high class. Ooh, I don't know if they're going to roll. They take the happen. fork. They roll it. They put cup it with the spoon. <laughs> they roll it, dude. It's oh, oh man, shit. <laughs> boobs, everything. Just oh, Beto, 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 dos besos on your peepee. Very good, Michael. <laughs> you come over here. I touch your penis. Wow, wow. I just got a boner. Wolfman called in. Speaking of boners. I don't know what that means. Hi, guys. This is old man. I'm glad you're sending my package back to me. Yeah. I'm kind of attached to it. I'd like to get that way again while it's still Oh, snap. Oh, he's got lamb chop on his head. Okay, all joking aside. <laughs> uh, seriously, guys, if you want to pause me to comment on something, go ahead. We're going to do it it's anyway. It's a lot easier to understand it when you pause it than you comment as opposed to when you comment while I'm talking. Sure. No. Uh... Great episode this time, both in the band and the movie. I'm going to be checking out Resurrect sometime tonight, probably. And let me tell you, I like what what I heard when you were running the song. So Uh that sounds like an album I'll probably be picking up. Best parts. Um, And for all the best parts, moratorium on politics and religion. Yes. I'll behave. <laughs> Good, thank you. Yeah. I could go on for we know you're some a time, pizza and uh, we don't need that. <laughs> I did like the question of the episode, though, because there are times and movies where you really do need to uh, ask yourself if maybe this time the censors might not have been right. <laughs> or at least, even if you don't need to ask that, you find yourself wondering it. Yeah. Um, Personally, I tend to put films like, well, okay, frankly, probably everybody's already mentioned the Serbian film is one that uh, trips, yeah. trips oh, yeah. across the line of good taste and well over into, oh well, what my is that? God, what were what they is that thinking? Rated? NC-17? Uh, yeah, but I, then I, I don't know. But I usually find bad. with movies like this, once I know what they were thinking when they made it, I kind of have a hard time being as hard on them as I used to, because usually if somebody's going to go that far into the realm of the truly uncomfortable, it's not necessarily for the sake of just going there, like some people would think it is, but it's because they're trying to make a point that they feel really is as important as it Okay, I, I got to pause it. I paused it. I have okay. the power of the pause, and I'm going to use it. With the Serbian film, um, the director has actually come out and said something to to the effect of, um, this was to, uh, I, I can't even remember what it is exactly, this is to express my disdain with with uh, the Serbian government and all the wars that are going on okay, and this and yeah. that. But the thing is, is, I mean, you can say that, but what was actually in that movie, and this is this is one, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't have a, a huge problem with this one because it just seemed too ham-fisted for me. But um, for him to come out and say that, 
in, in the stuff that was in it was actually I don't know I don't know how you why you would need to put what was in it to express your disdain for what he was saying he expressed it for. Okay, the only thing I know about a Serbian film, yeah, the only thing I know about it, mm-hmm. I've got no idea what it's about. Okay, other than Padded Room, Darian and those guys uh-huh. were talking about doing it. They said this is like something that has never been done before. Right. And then no, when he was going, so what do you time. think about? You know, he was asking Mike, what uh-huh. do you think about doing this? And he got kids. You've got kids. Or oh, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Right. All I know is that I guess Mike looked up the trailer for it and was like, oh hell no, no. oh hell no. And and he's like, this is a downer. Oh, and geez. I just well, went. Yeah, that, that's I said, true. I'm, I'm out. Not I'm necessarily out. is that bad. I mean, there's tons of movies I watch that are downers, but th- I mean, this takes it to a whole new level. And listen, I mean, even I I realized that I asked this question, did it go too far? And I think even when when well, at least when I was saying, okay, well, what was too much for me? I didn't necessarily think that. Oh shit, this should have been censored, you know? But but sure. What, but what I'm but the thing is, is when I watch a Serbian film. And, you know, I just saw what was in it. And I'm just like, this guy is, this guy's going way off the deep end, but it seems so ham fisted to me that it was like he was doing it just to be a dick, just to, just to shock people. Sure. Regardless yeah. of what excuse he, he claimed to have. Well, I mean, you can find that in a lot of documentary movies too. Sure. I mean, about any subject you want to, you, you know, you're looking up to find a documentary, uh-huh. they're going to show you the ins and outs. I mean, it's like, let's talk about like a, a nursing home. Okay. Let's talk about a nasty nursing home. Right. You could watch a documentary and go, whoa, they took that way too far. Right. You know? So it, it's just a matter of, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, let, let's see what he finishes up with. Yeah, I mean, basically, they feel it's important enough that they will go there. I don't know. I don't know. And that they're applies. trying to send a message that is a core thing to their being. That's a good point, but I don't um, know if I agree with this Serbian film. That actually puts films like a Serbian film above some other films, I like I think perhaps that's what they're trying Cannibal to Holocaust, where they actually did go on and kill critters and the like, where... Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, that's going a little too I disagree far with again. the Serbian Unfortunately, film, but I get your point. that was the 70s. They really didn't have uh, that no cruelty to animals tag on most films. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I still disagree. Getting out of that area, though... And on to Serpent in the Rainbow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those cult. I'm with Shane entirely. That's one of those cultures where you just don't want to fuck with that. Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, you, the strange thing, though, is that it's not so much when you don't know about the culture that it's frightening and worrisome. That's a good point. It's when you do know more <laughs> about the culture and the heritage and that sort of thing. That's a great point. Yep. I don't have anything wrong or against the folks who practice voodoo or Santeria or Yoruba, which is yeah, one Santeria of the uh, origination Santeria religions that whatever. led to voodoo Santeria. and Santeria when it got blended with Catholicism. <laughs> no problems at all with them. But when you look through history, the first thing you become aware of is that, frankly... They've got every reason in the world to not like you when you're down there. Absolutely. The second thing you become aware of is that guys like Petrode from the film... um, Or as I pronounce it, Petrode was actually kind... Sounds like he was kind of a pastiche of Papa or Baby Doc Duvalier. Two individuals 
who were basically the dictators of Haiti during that era, and basically they were such evil fuckers yeah. that even now a lot of the folks in Haiti don't want to refer to them by name because they're afraid it'll call their spirits back right. as Loa, <laughs> or the uh, basically the Bush League gods of voodoo. That's what being hammered. And they don't something. want them back, whatever <laughs> you know what? it takes to keep them down. The Again, like I said, the more you study about the history, the more you understand why, because Patrol really wasn't going nearly as far as he could have. Yeah. That's um, scary to think. The thing kind of applies for me to pretty much anywhere south of the U.S. border. Um, Mexico has the Curandera. Waters. Who, if you want to find out about what they've gotten up to in the past, you should read the book A War of Witches, if you can find it. It's a little tricky to come across. It's an out-of-print academic book. Uh, what One of the major things you do come across is that all of those old pagan folkways and the like, <laughs> well, they might have said they were calling spirits and the like down on you, Frankly, odds were that whatever they were doing to call those spirits down was working with chemicals. My point that exactly. the modern pharmaceutical company right. would kill to know what they're, My what they're doing exactly. with these days. Yep. Thank you, Wolfman. <laughs> and you just really don't want to have to deal with that, especially not when they're using them in bad ways against you. Absolutely. Well, I will leave you guys with that thought and. Talk to you later. Looking forward to the next show. Have a good one. Dude, he brings up some great points, man. Dude, the guy is a smart SOB. He knows <laughs> what he's talking about. Absolutely. I mean, disagree or agree or whatever, the guy's got a, a level head on his shoulders. I well, mean, yeah, and I do I do have to disagree with the Serbian film because that just seemed too far out there to be like right. to i'm to, not even interested know. to yeah. see it's, what the hell it's, it's about not, i don't know so i, I mean, mean it's like uh it could be uh you know naked ladies riding unicorns through the whole movie but it's just like the, from the <laughs> it's the not. feeling i mean i and i would love to see that <laughs> you mean there was a movie like that <laughs> who is uh, this is totally ot off topic uh-huh. but who is Kristen upton or something like that I have no idea what's her name S- some hot chick upton I have no idea. Why? Because I saw a video today with it's, it's. I think she's an actress. Uh huh. I have no idea. But she's doing some cat daddy dance in a bikini, and it was fucking hot, dude. So, but uh, she looked Upton sounds <laughs> you, familiar, like she was thinking, in a horror movie. Were you thinking, Blonde. dude? Dude, I would love to see hot chicks going on uh, uh, unicorns. No, and you're just, like, man, I wish Kate Upton was it. Or, or well, it was, was just, yeah. See, that's the way that whole you know thing goes with the shortest <laughs> attention span. I'm sure, is yeah, I'm just like you know, hot chicks on. Oh yeah, wow, we it's just like, we're talking about, about Serbian film, <laughs> hot chicks on unicorns. Listen, Upton. if there were hot chicks on unicorns, I would suggest you watch it, but there's not. Yeah. But, you know, whatever it's about, I, I, I could care less, but yeah, well, I well, digress. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that's one I'm never going to make my eyes. Haiti is just, uh, you know, it, and I like that where he said, you know, it's not what you don't know, it's but what it's you what do you do know. know. Yeah. Because Absolutely, if you're climbing man. off the plane to Haiti, you're going, Oh, this is where they do. They love the voodoo. <laughs> they're, they're, just don't. Or let, at least one of your third thoughts when you're heading to New Orleans is, 
boobies and cha- and, and, and necklaces sure. uh-huh. thrown at me. Uh-huh. A lot of drinking and, uh, hey, that's where they do a lot of voodoo. Just don't they let lo- people blow voodoo. shit in your face because, yeah. But it's all about that chemical. I mean, you know, it's you. all the after effect. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, you got the incense burning. Maybe that's weed, marijuana, cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. And it's like, yeah, forget about the chicken that we're squirting all over the place on right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Forget about that because you're already being zoomed in with all the... The chemical. Right. <laughs> with, with the marijuana cigarettes. With the marijuana cigs. All right. They man. love them down there. Well, oh, anyway. All right. Uh, here's uh, Zach called in. Oh, wow. Hey, guys. It's Lauren. Not really. Oh. You fall for that every freaking time. <laughs> Suckers. Oh, he's got... First hey, one to complain. It's leaves with Zach, the man. And I'm calling in for the first time in like some 500 years. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, how dare you, Mike? What? Talk about politics. I know. I am very political, okay? No, you're not. I'm politically correct. Good I for you. Great soundtrack in the back house. Yeah. Democratic Party. I don't listen <laughs> to anything you crazy Republicans have to say. <laughs> twisted perspectives on life. I know. The Democratic Party. I'm just party. joking. <laughs> Actually... I don't know anything about politics. Good. Stay that anyway, way. Neither I just want to say, I noticed something when I was listening to the last two episodes. Uh-oh. The guy, uh, Jesus and the Slaves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chris. that guy is your brother, Mike. No. What? It's totally your brother. Well, he's, 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 he's calling in. He's my brother, like, identity. from another mother, but he's not, like, my Let's real brother. Let's just compare. Okay, here's Jesus and the Slaves right here. I gotta tell you. Wow. Gotta give a shout back out to Shane. He's the sexiest man alive. Oh, yeah. And here's your brother. What I'm saying is I probably saw it on, like, one of those USA up all That's my brother Jeff from, like, episode... What? Hell yeah. Do you want to replay that? that. Yeah, replay it because you're going to talk on it. What I'm saying is I probably saw it on, like, one of those USA up all night... Marathons. You know what I tell you? Wow. It's <laughs> freaking oh, love. That's it's the I guy, think, man. All right. I got to pause it. I got to pause it. That's going old school, man. Dude. That, he was on like the. He, we started Cadaver Lab in its very old days. He was on the first four, and then and me and Sam kicked him and Paul off because uh, they just weren't, they weren't towing the line, baby. Dude. <laughs> Zach is straight up pouring the 40. Yes, he <laughs> on on Cadaver Lab right now. He's like, a, he's got his biscuit playing, Dude. and he's pouring the forty on the Dude. on the on the on the. That grave, is that is funny, like, man. Boom! He's he's. <laughs> Dude, the, my brother, that's going to scare you because that guy knows everything about everything that has to do with you that's and Cadaver right. Lab. How many? I'm curious to find out, Zach. How many more nuggets you can pull out? <laughs> Because that is interesting. To you me. know what's going to be funny is when I I work with my brother and I'm going to say, "Dude, we recorded our our show last oh, last Friday." Yes. And guess dude. what? Somebody remembers you, dude. Somebody remembers you from the good old days. He's going to be like, oh, "I remember back when I was awesome," yeah. but he's not anymore. He's going to be so stoked for real though. That's funny, Zach. That's some funny stuff. Pull right them nugs, dude. Because I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. That is. That's pretty funny. No one like incognito. Or no, it's not though. Either it's your brother, or Jesus and the slave just doesn't have his own voice. Maybe he <laughs> stole it from your brother. But that's all fine and dandy. True. Anyway, since I haven't called forever, I'm just gonna quickly go through the questions of the episode. All right, let's hear it. 
he asked about how like Netflix and Spotify like oh, that's an old school what I buy I guess basically the only difference is I I really don't buy anything blindly anymore that's a good point like I used to just like buy horror movies just based on the cover yeah me too like just if, if it had an Still Anchor do. Bay logo on it and it was a horror movie I'd buy it Anchor Bay was like the cat's pajamas back then right we're both rocking here yeah dude I'm loving the jam famous, but <laughs> I just can't imagine being a huge fan of something and not wanting to own a physical I'm the, I'm the exact yeah. same one I'm sure people have their reasons like maybe some people just don't want to own a bunch of DVDs or budget want it, like, minimalist on like a hard yep. drive or something and I mean there's a bunch of movies that are on DVD that are lucky to be on DVD like I doubt they'll put them on Blu-ray and it'll be cool you know years from now to have you know 100 plus out of print DVDs that's that series bread oh we're going into the it's next like, hey, team by the way I got a copy of Necromantic 2 on DVD, and I yeah. don't really like it. It's kind of boring. But somebody out there will oh, pay come on. like 70 bucks for it. I mean... Send you, you know bucks for a copy of it. And the same thing with like a music collection. It's nice to know that if I wanted to sell my record collection, I could yeah. get some like a lot of money for it. I probably never will, but... Don't ever take it to those here, pawn guys in Las side, Vegas. You think somebody's going to come up to me like, rape your oh, hey, Walter, wow. I'll give you 10000 bucks for your Spotify collection. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yep. that's, that's a great point. Great point. Never going to happen, never going to happen. <laughs> that's just my opinion on the subject. I want to own a copy of something I really like. Uh, and... For the new question of the episode, you asked, uh, when has exploitation gone too far? And, yeah. you know, yeah. the only thing that I can really say that comes to mind, a uh, Serbian film. Oh, there you go. It yeah. didn't really offend me, because, like, I don't have kids, so See, I don't have a problem with people trying to make shots movies, but... It's completely different when you involve children, you know? Agreed, totally agree. Like, I can't imagine a parent that saw that, that's whose kid's been molested by somebody. And I mean, who yeah. Who are the parents that will let their kid be in that movie? I mean, he's going to have to look back at that and be like, man, I, I hope he's too young. Argento. Well, that's like, a good point, Argento. I don't want to spoil but she comes it. But she comes out hot. That's the Argento. And sleazy and the shit. The ultimate smack in the face, though, is like, man, that movie was pretty shitty. And I was in it. But anyway, I'm taking up too much of your guys' time. Hey, you're not, we just love because it. I haven't called in forever, I think i got to give you guys a long voice I love it, dude. So I'm just going to let it. you guys go. Shane's just but glad that you, you're not like obsessing about Sam. The, guess, I know, dude. The theme song is here. Oh. But this might sound like crap because like I need a new microphone because the microphone on my computer has like an automatic noise remover. I guess. So, uh, dude, I'm, I'm really hanging. Like muffled, so I'm dangling. Hopefully, you guys can hear it anyway. Here oh, yeah, buddy. Ooh. We both slip silently into the night. Every rose has a thorn. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's beautiful, man. Is that original? That's awesome. No, I've heard. I think I've heard it. Don't you go no, it's from. Uh, those babies no, it's uh, it's from. Uh, no shit. Uh, it's from uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah. He's oh, pretty good damn job, good dude. on the guitar, dude. When he does, when he applies himself, he, it sounds great. You gotta guess it. Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, our uncle actually had a fan start that was unplugged while oh, he was like, watching. Your brother, get out! No, dude, that's sweet. Are you sure? I am positive. Well, regardless, we're gonna have to figure out from him. One of the something one weird happening. I know it's him. Oh, <laughs> pain right now. Zach of the King the of the, the mixed. I know. Dude, he lays some dude, shit. Dude, my he brother's lays, gonna be. Dude, he's gonna he be so stoked. Zach is the man. He lays levels, dude. Dude, he's like. I mean, that that takes some time dude. to pull out the guitar <laughs> and to. Oh no, that was good, but that was a. Why do I think he played it better than it actually sounds? It's it's uh, it's not just an acoustic guitar thing, so it's a whole arrangement. Yeah, but, but it he sounded did great. A good job. Of wing that. Wing yeah, I'm telling good you, good stuff, dude. He's awesome, the, he's Zach. The We're layered, glad you decided to call dude. back in, Zach. That's uh, you know you 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 show up every now and then. Yeah. It's great to hear that. <laughs> but because... I I will say for a surety, Chris is not Jeff. But that's, no, that's as far no. as I'll go. But. Dude, he lays it down with that oh, biscuit dude, in the back. I'm loved like, it. boom, boom, Dan. I'm it's starting just to one go. Of those days feeling like a freight train. First and one you know the lyrics to it, so let's stain. That awesome. right, I'm a maniac. You better watch your back. Okay, that's all. I know. That's the same shit that uh, Juggalos or what are the <laughs> ice? Uh, yeah, Juggalos. Yeah, sure. Say because they're they're angry. I, listen, I admit when they first came out, I was an angry young man. It's just one of those days when a freight train comes. All right, let, let's get into the next one. How about that? Mm. So after that voicemail, uh, you obviously don't know what happened, but you know we're we're getting some so many voicemails these days, which we love. Dang, we I love it. Love it. But we decided to take a break because I need to take a leak. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a little TMI. Sorry, but uh, we just went out. We had a little What's chat. TMI. Too much information. Oh, all right. But. Uh, Man, that just brought back all the memories of back when me and Sam decided to kick out Jeff and Paul. And that that was not as easy as wow. it uh, may have seemed. Man, that was rough. Friendships were tested, man. Yep. But and they and it hurts, dude. I mean, I you know that Shane, that's gotta... Shane tells Shane tells stories about how he kicked guitarists out of the band and stuff. Oh, it's... that just brought up a lot of stuff, man. We we went and we we no, no, we filming. did one of those we're yoga. Filming. We crossed yeah. our legs and held on to each other, yeah. and hummed for a while, and just kind of we we sang uh, yeah we sang some Beatles tunes together. Yeah, to worked it out, you know. Nah, 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 nah. No, we nah. were we we did imagine, you know, we were holding <laughs> each other. No shirts on. Imagine, Imagine Cadaver Lab only had two members. Uh, and I just went, uh, uh, oh, let dude. it out, Michael, let it out. Oh, man, that, that just brought up some shit. But yeah. that's funny. That, that's funny. Thank, by the way, that brings know, back Michael. some great memories, because not only is that old school Cadaver Michael. Lab, that was like the first four episodes of Cadaver Lab dude, or something. The dude knows your stuff. Well, sure. I mean, he's not messing around. Zach is not uh, a guy that leaves any... <laughs> Stone unturned. He knows. Oh man! You know what the best thing about that is? Is I work with both Paul and Jeff, and Jeff's my brother, so it's like right. that was rough. That's yeah. rough. Well, brothers, you can go. Yeah, 
Well, well much year round you got to realize some shit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad right. with Jeff because I used to kick the shit out of him. You know, growing up every single day of my life, so he kind of yeah. he kind of was ready for it. You know, the little one brother that you grabbed his weenie out of the bed, going, no. "What the hell is this?" No, 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 no. no. Thankfully, oh. thankfully, Jeff has a regular size wiener, oh. and uh, but my brother Scott has the biggest wiener that I've ever seen in real life. So Ugh. weird. That's hot. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to my genetics. Anyways, let's just let's just let you know. That's another painful subject. Let's just move on, okay. shall we? Uh, all right. <laughs> and Shane, it's Aaron. Aaron. I just want to start out by yeah! saying thank you. I have received the golden Sheenus. Yes, Mike, it is not Sheenus. on PC for me to use it. It works fine. I nice, scared away dude. all the other people at the bus stop, though. I'll bet. All right, before I start my whole question of the episode, I just wanted to say that this is a really stupid, embarrassing story, so... Nice. This is about a decade ago, so I'm going to sound like a complete retard. Let's hear I it. I saw the last house on the left. I was probably way too young... I think I was 11 years old. It was right around grade seven. And the second I finished You're that a young movie, man. I called up my friend Shane. And I said, holy shit, Shane, you got to see this. Uh, I've seen that this movie and it's really violent, blah, blah, blah. And this girl shows her vagina in this movie. <laughs> her vagina? Oh, the first time I saw a real full frontal uh, horror movie. And he we gets all over remember that. Get, you know, halfway through the movie yeah. when David Hessen and all the ne'er-do-wells take them out to the woods. That's not David Hessen. He Hesson. says... That's just the hair. That's not where it is. That's just a giant 70s yeah, fur burger. Exactly. So for me, that movie didn't go far enough because it made me look like a complete tool because I thought that was her vagina, but really that was just a giant 1972 fur burger. Burgina. Bur- um, the question of the episode was, have you ever been watching a horror movie oh, and felt it good. went too far? Last House on the Left for me didn't go far enough. Oh, oh did you see really Last House on the Left? I thought I said a spit on your grave. Oh, my bad, my bad. scenes of uh, bad. Mary's parents like baking a cake and doing all this yeah, shit. <laughs> and it would kind of take me out of the movie. <laughs> so I did a fan edit of this movie. I cut out all the stupid shit, all the bumbling cops, all you that. did? When I was done, there was a whole half hour cut out of that movie. We expect a link on the cadaver or the corpse cast. Corpse cast Facebook page. It's pretty dude. much just a straightforward exploitation. Dude, let's see it. Movie now I'm serious, Aaron. Put it on the I corpse cut cast. Out pretty much all the humor out of that entire movie. Hope you guys enjoyed watching Toby Hooper's The Fun House. That's a well, well, grimy movie. We'll let you know. And uh, keep the good stuff coming, you uh, six podcasting beasts. Yeah, buddy. I, I'm loving Aaron, dude. dude Calling dude. in. Like that? That's uh, what you need to do, people. Dude, you know what's funny? Can I tell it? Can I tell a, a little story? Tell. Can I tell a little story about tell us something? Back in uh, in old in old time Farmington, Utah, back in the eighties, uh, I was a young man. Okay, Far- now now just so you know, but let's let's ex- do you, if you ever you've been to Farmington, right? Uh huh. Lagoon. Outside of Lagoon, our big uh, fair park, our big uh, fun time ride time. <laughs> yes. Well, fun time. Well, Farmington is full of. Um, straight and i don't mean like not gay I, they're not gay but what i'm saying is they're just like these straight laced straight yeah. out of the 50s white folk yeah white which i was folk, one of yeah, them yeah now one time me and a couple of buddies of mine we found this uh playboy out Ooh. out in the field okay and we took it to our tree hut because yeah it was safe we could oh, run around tree, see we had right, tree huts. folks right there we had Farmington, white folks tree hut there you go we took it up there and uh we're looking at this playboy and this, I mean I'm so young that I don't even I don't even know what the fudge is going on okay right. I'm sitting there looking at the, the the titties and I'm like yeah titties and then my buddy goes well you like the titties I like I like the the pussy I'm like well what's a pussy <laughs> He said that <laughs> He said that He said that Well I didn't have any older But he was that kid that you know, drove his motorcycle off the cliff. No, no, or, no, no. Or, maybe. Or no, 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 no. This, this he was actually a really, shot. 
he was shotgun a, outside. No, 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 no. He was a solid dude. He just oh. had he just had older brothers and, oh, and sisters and whatever. Because I'm the oldest in my family, so yeah. it's like so it's like I didn't have anybody to teach me the ways of the pussy. Yeah, you know? he, had so, the, he had the brother that lifted weights and went. Yeah, I'm just listening to Metallica. Exactly. And, and looking at pussy. And, and, and so he's like, so I go, dude, what's a pussy? And that was an, let's just say, I'm not going to go into what happened at then and the berating that, the, the, you know, the, the, the abuse say, that I took. But can I ask you this, Michael? Sure. sure. Did he say, do you know the weird thing you can do with your weenie? No. Oh, he didn't do the, yeah, if you get it hard, you can. Keep stroking no, it, dude. No, we were too little. And it'll we fire were too up. young. Oh, so this we was... were. We were. I mean, oh God, we we had to be an eight, nine years old, dude. We. I mean, I don't know. I maybe some and dudes were jerking it at that. Puss. I had no. no idea what pussy was. That's impossible, dude. No, I, I'm just saying I didn't know. This was way too young for me. I was right. like in third grade or some shit. You know, so it was like I. I, I want to know what is up with all the magazines that get thrown into fields, what, dude, and everywhere. Because I had the same experience. Let me but tell it was you, like Hustler and Penthouse. We used to we like comb like, this one field. We there used to be like this quote unquote forest, which was you know just like uh, there was a stream and there was these big trees and we lived right by it. So, but you know it was right by our houses, but it was but it was uh, uh, you know. There was enough trees in there so we couldn't see shit. So it seemed far away and, you know, yeah. we had this tree hut, dude. And there was this field right outside the forest that we used to comb for porno mags. And we, you know what? We didn't want to find one every good. time. We, we had some solid success. You Cause know? dude, I, I, I defy anyone to not to call and say, I never had that happen to me as well, a young kid. You're out, you know, especially young boys right you're out walking around you're doing your thing you're going to the 7-eleven you're 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 the going vip to, express you're, you're hanging yeah you're hanging Where out or whatever but you I, every single person I've ever met has had the experience where they go, whoa, what's that? I just kicked something. And it's a hustler Dude, or a me, playboy or let something. Let me ask you something. And then you all sit around going, oh my God. What's a pussy? What's, <laughs> your dinghy is getting hot. Yeah, you're like, well, that's yeah, weird. That's, that's weird. I, I mean, I've got friends that can tell some creepy stories I'll bet. Like, dude that is disgusting I'll bet I'll that bet. is sickening what you guys <laughs> yeah we all sat on the couch and jerked off together oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm like what yeah I've, I, I've heard know, those stories I've that, never done that I've never I've never there was engaged still that, in that. Uh, you know that uh, wall right there I was like whoa I'm really enjoying this porno mag with but you but let's not but you know I'm gonna let have me, to you know let me ask you something dude you know have you ever been done with a porno mag and thrown it in an abandoned lot? Have you ever done that? I never have. In I, fact, when I was growing up, the only time that I really worried about porno mags, you know, because you get older, you got the internet and you got whatever. The thing is, is it's like when I got had to get rid of a porno mag, man, I took great care so that nobody could ever bust me for it. I never just threw it into some... I think older people do that going, you know what? Let's spread the oh, love. Those bastards. Because it I think me that's what dog. happens. I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, some guy, he's got a load of pornos. He's like, you know, I'm going to throw them in this old abandoned field. Oh. Some kids are, <laughs> some like, young boys are going to come along. They're going to appreciate he's this. He's like, uh, you know, I just bought a three pack from Bob's, uh, magazines and video shop. And I, you know, I already have yeah. this. I already have this issue of hustler. I'm going to throw the other one in some abandoned lot where some kid can get it. And there were always seventies. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, right there in the seventies. It's it wild. It's always dude. like giant, like Aaron said, giant fur, you know, oh, vaginas yeah. and, Bert. you know, 
It's hair all over the place. Oh, dude, it's weird. Icky. You know, and it's so funny because that was like the dirtiest thing ever to happen in Farmington, Utah. I swear to you. I swear yeah. to you. And, and and the city council would have went. Dush, dush. We have a guy out there throwing <laughs> porn. On. Had they ever known? Dude. I, I know, mean, absolutely. That, that is a small town, and there. I mean. You know, like you see the neighborhoods that do the neighborhood watch. You uh-huh. see the signs have to yep. say neighborhood watch. Farmington is all neighborhood watch. Oh, dude, we don't even we need got the signs. Eyes you, on everybody knew. We don't need a damn It's sign. funny because here in Utah, you have, you know, you don't like you go to Colorado or you go to other states like Texas and stuff, and you'll be driving for hours and not see a city, and then all of a sudden there'll be like a city, and then you'll keep driving and there'll be nothing here. Right. In, here in Utah. Basically, from Ogden, Utah, down to even past Provo, yeah. it's all kind of one giant Wasatch Front city. Right. You know, they, they Farmington all, all, every city sits right, kabang, right next to each other. Yeah. And, and then, so, so it basically, you don't know where really one ends and the other begins. Exactly. So, it's, yeah. so it's not like these like little towns that you see in like TV shows and stuff like that. It's not like that because yeah, Farmington may have only had, you know, 500,000 people or I don't know. Is that a lot? I, I, I don't know. Probably a lot. Okay. So whatever, it, you know, it, it didn't, but sure. Maybe it only had this much, but the thing is, is it was, you didn't know where it started and ended. So, but the thing is, is everybody, especially up in there in Davis County and maybe in, in, in Utah County, there, I think I bet you it's all the same, dude. It's just all this one big kind of city. I think the entire world over, if you have some kind of nudie footage, <laughs> whether it be on a card or a book or a magazine uh-huh. or a, or whatever, somebody goes, you know, I'm throwing this out here, and some young bizarre, guys dude. <laughs> are going to find it and just be like, they're not going to know who to thank, but they're just they're going to be thankful, and, that, and, and that's and, all and, there is to it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Rob called in. Mike and Shane. Hello, Rob. Casting corpses in corpse cast land. Ooh, Rob I trust Best. This Ooh, Rob. Moment, Shane is making. Rob, I love you. About wanting to have sex with you. And sure. It's a little awkward, and it's also no, it's not. very funny. It's natural. But anyway, I'm calling in about the question of the week. Oh wait, by the way, this is Rob. Robert Arbest, author of. Why Robert can't he do his own audio books, dude? The because parts- I'll, I'll tell you why. I want I his books. Okay, first but of all, I, I have his books, and I'll let you borrow them. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I'll tell you why he doesn't do his own audio books. He sounds great. Because he, his wife is... That's a great job. You tell Oh, my gosh. That. She does... She is, like, made for reading audiobooks. She does a great job. Do and you think he's right there going, cut! No. Stop! No, because I think that his wife would kick his ass. Yeah. I've met Rob. Have you ever seen the picture of me I and there's have. another bald guy and we're touching heads? I, I see it. That's as sexy as it I, gets, brother. Yeah. I know Rob. That's Rob. That's Rob. He's and his and his. But like I said, his wife is the most talented one of one of the most talented readers I've ever I've ever met. Which well, that's not really saying much because I haven't met a lot. But she's really talented. So I don't, I, I, I don't know why he doesn't put her to work. All right. On this, get on it. But dude. I'll let you borrow his book because I'm I'm really stoked to to read those they're or good. listen to. Them He's or a very talented young man, and sexy. And two of the zombie trilogy available right now on Amazon.com. Okay, plug over. <laughs> Question of the week. Um, is there a horror movie that I think goes wait, too stop. far? Okay, wait. I'm going to bring up. Okay. Can you take that back? Because we were talking right when he was when he was plugging. Here, that. I'll do it for himself. Go to Robert. Oh, shit. I don't know his website. Indeed. I'm I telling you. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, you we're going to go back because you know what, Rob? We cut you the right there in the, in the plug. We're going to go ahead and uh, give you a free plug. Uh, you know, a free. We're not even going to talk or pause. Here you go. Here's your plug, baby. 
Question of the week. Uh, is there a horror movie that I think about the question right, of the week? Farther. Oh, wait, by the way, this is Rob. Robert Arbest, author of Lincoln yes. Memorial and National Memorial. The Zombie, parts one and two of the Zombie Trilogy, available right now on Amazon.com. Okay, plug over. <laughs> nice. Question of the week. Um, is there a horror movie that I think goes too far? I'm going to bring up something that probably a lot of other people will, and Serving that film. is uh, Cannibal Holocaust, Ooh, and oh, specifically yeah. uh, the animal cruelty, which a lot of people bring up when discussing. Can I pause one thing real quick? Um, I hate Jake, to pause. Jake brought that up. Well, yeah, he did. But I'm surprised because all these there's a lot of cannibal movies that come that, that have made and that are really very similar. And it's funny because Cannibal Holocaust wasn't the most disturbing to me. There was a movie called Jungle Holocaust, which was actually starred a lot of the same people and stuff. And there's this one part where this guy got like, like tied up to this uh, cross, like nude or not, not like cross, like an X. And people would go up and like smack his balls and oh, just that's for torture. Abuse. Yeah. And that's, that went a little bit too far, but let's go ahead and hear what he has to say about, uh, disgusting. Cannibal. And rightfully so, because that is truly the most disturbing aspect of that movie because unlike the other stuff, the animal cruelty oh, it's bad. was real. Freak me out. That really did happen on screen. Um, and it wasn't even like stock footage or anything. The actors involved with the project really? actually, you know, participated in the killing of those animals. Bastards! And they weren't particularly humane killings either. They're killings. In many cases, they were pretty cruel. Anyway... The reason I'm bringing this up in terms of the question, is this a horror movie or an aspect of it that goes too far, is because this movie presents a real conundrum for me. Um, Because essentially with Cannibal Holocaust, you've got a movie that's about media or art going too far. You know, the people involved in this um, documentary that's being made within the movie, you know, we see evidence that they stage things all the time and they do this with the tribes and with other things involved there in the jungle where they're staging stuff for maximum shock effect. And we come to hate them and almost cheer for the tribe when the tribe finally has their way with them. It cuts off some wieners. the fact that the movie contains gratuitous and cruel things itself pushes it into this weird hyper meta state where the movie makes you question whether or not you should be watching it in the same way that the people who are in the boardroom watching the footage are wondering if they should be watching it or presenting it in the same way that they're asking should this material be distributed you find yourself asking should this movie exist and i don't know if Ruggiero Dionato intended that or if he just kind of got lucky and stumbled onto that (laughs) but it's brilliant and without those scenes you wouldn't have that weird kind of meta effect no and it wouldn't be nearly it's almost like the movie hates itself and sorry i'm pausing it but the thing is is it's funny because it's like at the at the one point i mean whether or not ruggiero diodato um was thinking about that. I mean, it's become one of the most controversial movies because of that. And I wonder, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, everyone who's watched this says, Oh, they hate that part, you know, with the, with the animal cruelty and stuff like that. But I wonder how many people watched it just because they've heard about how shocking yeah. it was. And so, I mean, whether or not you're for it or against it, they watched it. Well, and it's they, the same thing as we talked about the last episode with uh, faces of death. Okay. Yeah. Are you watching it? 
you're watching it because you're going, this is real stuff right. that's happening. I'm watching this because I'm outraged of how nasty this is. Exactly. And so, But I still rented it and, or bought it or whatever. Thank you for watching it. And you kind of agree with it. And it makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's part of the power of that film. And yet, there's absolutely no excuse for what was done to make that movie happen. I've never heard anybody so apologize do do? more I mean, for any movie, if you remove but that movie, those elements, then that the movie, movie wouldn't wow. be as good. And I still and haven't have seen it. Oh, it's good. It has of making you question <laughs> how far should films or art go. But by doing it itself, you can't really endorse that. So I honestly don't know where you go from there. I'm just sort of stuck. I don't know what to conclude about that film. But anyway, that's the movie that always comes up when anyone ever asks me, is there something that goes too far? Because as far as anything happening that's purely fictional, where nothing is actually real that's occurring on screen, I think you can pretty much do anything you want. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all fake. The question is when stuff starts becoming real and you get stuff like in that movie that's essentially animal snuff film, that it starts to get a little uncomfortable. But anyway, this is going on um, almost five mi minutes. I can see Audacity going by. So I will <laughs> cut things off. And I love the show, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much for the call. And by the way, say hi to Laura for me. And have her read Lakewood Memorial. You, he is putting it up on his blog. Okay. Uh, Lakewood Memorial, uh, uh, chapter by chapter. He's putting it up on his blog right now. Um, and I was actually going to mention this because he, he's trying to get the word out. RobertRBest.com. Oh shit. I hope that's it. If it's not, I'll edit that out. And RobertBest.com or RobertRBest.com. Check it out. You'll find it one of the I mean, places. I'm pretty sure if you just Google Robert R. Best. Yes. You, you you're going to come it. across you, you, you everything get to you need. But uh, I just want to say, listen, I mean, you have that awesome resource in Laura, her amazing ability to read uh, in such a way that is so interesting. I, I say have it. I mean, I, I don't want to be a dick, but uh, I dare say that uh, she is his better half. You're going to say that, <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, After oh, he no, just... No. No, dude, dude don't, don't get me wrong. all over. Don't get me wrong. I love us. Rob. I love okay. Rob. I love Rob. In fact, Rob and I have done things that are unspeakable together. We've uh, done I'm it. I'm sure, We've but done you, it. you didn't touch heads with her. No, because I have too much respect for her. Rob is kind of like a dirty slut. Uh, and so I, I treated him as such. But anyway, awesome, Rob. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, guess who called back in? Who? Lauren. Hi, Mike and Shane. This is Lauren. Um, I keep either forgetting the question or, or what movie you're going to be discussing, but <laughs> I'm going to call in anyway to discuss the non-political question that, that Thank Mike you. posed. Um, Thank yeah, you very censorship, much. I guess, like, that goes from everything from, like, Plato to, like, the FCC I to love Plato. whatever. <laughs> I mean, I guess Plato's idea was, like, you know, the government can should use censorship of the arts to control people. Um, sort of this like lack of trust. Um, and I guess what I've learned through my studies is to be um, an intelligent consumer of pop culture. So whatever, I can watch all the garbage that I want because. I'm at least thinking about it when I process <laughs> it. Um, I guess I like horror, and I don't know, it was one of the things that related to uh, 
I guess the the cadaver lab stories of or as one like I guess it was Sam talking about like being in the hospital and like all scared and he's like a teenager and they're like grabbing his junk or something. Oh, he gets like, a, a catheter up into his heart. I've <laughs> like I just related a lot to that story because like I don't know I like horror movies a lot because they're just you know relatable to people. Sure. It's like but you know like people who had you know I had like pins through my legs or whatever when <laughs> I was a kid and all sorts of sports injuries and shit so you know i i feel more comfortable like watching movies about people in pain and i can um because that's like it's pretty much my experience so that's something that i can process um you know intelligently i guess (sighs) whatever (laughs) i like violence and boobies Wow. And not junk so Me much, too. but, you know, handsome, burly guys, not necessarily showing their junk, but, you know, just Oliver Reed. Dude, we are all on the same page. Without a shirt. Um, <laughs> I anyway. love Ollie. And I think as far as... Ollie um, North? Reed! Oh. I guess I want to hear talk about, or comment, like, thoughts on this film is not yet rated, because I kept... It was on my, my Netflix list forever. I think it's on Instant Cube. still haven't gotten yeah, around to it. Um... But, you know, like the idea of at least giving parents a heads up, because my dad had somebody who was in, like, Serpico and The Untouchables and Pope of Greenwich Village, so he would, like, drag me to those in public, and he'd be all embarrassed. Hmm. Um, and it was the kind of shit they let me watch at home. Like, we'd be at home kicking it watching Charles Bronson, so I guess, um, you know, if p- parents want to be less embarrassed about what they let their kids watch. They can have that little, uh, that warning up there. So I guess that would. I'm going to pause it real quick. So I want to yeah. say something. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Here, here's the thing with, with the MPAA. Um, and I, and I saw this, fi- uh, whatever that movie was, this film this is, film not, is not yet rated. Um, now here, here's the thing. The, the problem with the MPAA is the fact that they were so inconsistent with, exactly. you know, with, with what was going on, and how they rated movies. And, and it was stu, I mean, there were just some ridiculous, uh, uh, examples that they, that they brought to light on that movie. Right. Here's the thing. However, I am not necessarily opposed to some kind of a rating, um, as long as that doesn't affect the actual work of art. Now, my problem is, and, and listen, that's different than somebody saying, well, I want to rate it R instead of an NC-17 because I wanted to go into tons of movie theaters and I, and I want to get as much money as I can. That's different. Okay. But however, there's a, I think that there's a difference between somebody saying, and now obviously if it was more consistent, saying, oh, this is rated R, that's fine as long uh, as long as they don't censor or don't ban anything. Listen, I don't care if they say it's rated X or NC-17 or whatever it is. How, I mean, in, you know, I mean, obviously the, the repercussions happen with the, with the money, like I said, with, you know, with the, with the availability of a film and whatnot, because a lot of people, uh, you know, get, get uptight about that. And that, that's what the, that's what this film is already rated about is how some movies were NC-17 and some were R, even though it was the same shit and blah, it, blah, 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 It's blah, the blah. inconsistency. Absolutely. That the MPAA does that goes, you know what? This movie over here that's got the, damn near the same scene uh-huh. as this but it's two girls pleasuring each other or whatever the case and, may and, be but here's the thing all that money drops off the chart yes if there was more you know and i'm the same way i'm fine with the rating system because i've got a kid you right know, hey 
what am I in for here? But it's the ink. I'm totally with you. It's about here, the inconsistency. And here's the thing. As far as ratings go, I kind of see ratings as um, kind of uh, just kind of a, of a first heads up type of thing. Because, I mean, my daughter, I will watch PG-13 movies with her after I've yeah. seen them and they're fine. She's actually seen rated R movies. But after I've watched them, and, and there's a couple of parts that I don't really feel like are appropriate that she doesn't need to see at her age. So I'll do something, hey, shut your eyes, and she'll shut her eyes or she'll close right, her ears or right. something like that. But the thing is, is um, that's still not censoring it. You see what I'm saying? It's, sure, it's just yeah. giving me a heads up and, and whatever. And, and that's different than like, than like, uh, with the human centipede two, how it was banned in the UK until they made a couple of cuts and whatever. And we can talk about inconsistencies and stupid government, um, uh, you know, boards or whatever that make these decisions or, uh, the MPA is private, but you know, but you see what I'm saying? But as long, I, as long as they don't censor it or, but because here's the thing. And, and I think that a lot of people, uh, I don't know if a lot of people, but I've heard complaints that people will say, Oh, well, the rated R movie goes out to theaters, but wait till DVD and you'll get the unrated thing. I think that's perfect because let me tell you why, okay. because people will go out to the rated R movie. They will know that they'll kind of have an idea because I mean, it, it, the consciousness is out there. They'll have an idea of what's acceptable, what's not in a rated R movie. So they'll go out and watch that. And then uh, that, you know, and you could call that censorship or whatever, but I think that that's not censorship. They're not censoring their, themselves. They're trying to market. I think that's more of a marketing thing as opposed to putting it out uncensored later for those of us who want to see it uncensored like me who would, would prefer to pick up the, uh, you know, the unrated version. I totally agree with you. All right. I predict the MPAA will not matter with technology the way it is now agreed because you're seeing more and more of unrated oh absolutely even on comcast netflix or whatever absolutely. you're seeing unrated unrated and what are you doing are you are you going for the rated or are you going for the unrated version of right. a movie and people can make those choices um as long as it's the um the filmmakers or i, I guess it's usually the studio so that's not great but as long as it's them themselves and as long as it's for because they want to make money as opposed to Oh, you know, I'm, I, I have to cut my art because of this. You know what? No, right. if you're, if you're a director or whatever, then, and you don't have rights to your movie, you've got to realize something that, 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 that the studio owns you and you just yep. have to put up with what they think, you know? You're and that's working about for the man on the railroad. Let me ask you something too. And this is bringing up kind of an off the topic subject. Um, I'm wondering, I'm starting to really wonder how much longer, um, films, uh, will be premiered in theaters like that. I mean, okay, so we just had the Avengers, which made like a billion, literally made like 775 million worldwide. Yeah. It's first week or something like that. And okay, so people are pointing to, I mean, I've seen like little memes on the internet. Oh, tell me again how, how piracy is, uh, is killing oh, yeah, the thing. I've seen that and it's too. like, you know, okay, I get it. It's funny. But the thing is, it's a, it's a logical fallacy because you're cherry picking one movie. Right. It's huge. That, sure. It's this big blockbuster thing. Honestly, though, I will tell you right now that I would pay 50 bucks or something to screen that one time in my house as opposed to having to, 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 to get all the kids in the car, take them mm -hmm. out there, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting the movie theaters as we know them now are within uh, 15 years of being gone. That's interesting that you say that. 
I mean, I mean, you know, I, I saw the Avengers two times if, last week. If you notice, they're doing a lot more. Uh, that's a very good point you make. Only because, like, when you go to the movie theater now, mm-hmm. you'll see previews for live performances Absolutely. only at a movie theater. Absolutely, like NPR, uh, what, what America, this American Life, or they're or doing like the live ballet, the New York Ballet, or something. yeah. And they're doing a lot more of that where it's like, go to the theater, sit down and watch the screen and watch this live performance happen before, you know, in the, I don't know. I, I am guessing within 15 years that, that, that the theaters we know it will be completely different. And I'm only saying 15 years because, uh, I probably won't have That's to, very if good I'm point. wrong, then I won't have to like actually get called yeah. out. Worry, on yeah. Worry about that 15 years from now. Go. People will forget. Zach will be right there to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Zach hello, will know. Hello. Zach will know, but nobody else will remember I said that stupid shit. But anyways, uh, let, let's uh, finish listening to Lauren. Saved my dad some some shame that people, you know, saw him taking his little kid to see these movies. Um, <laughs> it's okay nowadays. But as far as censorship um, over in the UK and like Ireland with video nasties, I mean, oh, yeah. I think Which that's House pretty is one ridiculous. Of them. Um, and I just really like yes. my heart goes out to. Wow. To the boys on the um, Hysteria Lives podcast, um, the, there were just like movies they were just not permitted to see at all, and some of the choices seemed really random, like The Burning. Like I didn't think The Burning. Oh, absolutely. I love The Burning. Frankly, I don't know. If I'm going to pause it one more time. I watched. Uh, geez, this is a lot of. Uh, is that the Gene Hackman? The uh, no, The Burning. No, no, no. This what this had George Costanza in well, it, and it had uh, Fisher Stevens' balls in it. Fisher oh. Stevens balls, his uh, fruit basket, which is amazing. I don't even know who that is, but all right. <laughs> Look up Fisher Stevens balls. You'll be happy you did. Anyway, um, it's funny because we just talked about how the MPAA was so inconsistent and whatever. It's like I just watched Video Nasties, a documentary about that. It's been out, and I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's so funny the movies that they picked because they almost seem like they picked them almost at random. It also. Half of the movies that are on that list would have gotten no press because they suck the shit ass balls. Okay. If they yeah. weren't on the, the video, video nasties. So it's it, it, just it like every rock record when the PMRC came out uh-huh. and they said, and Tipper Gore, we're not, we are the, yes. you didn't, after that was like, man, that PMRC sticker, you didn't buy an album that didn't have that Abs- sticker on warning. it. Absolutely. It was like, I looked at the album cover, and if it had that sticker, I said, I'm buying this shit. You know what's now. funny is I've watched quite a few of those movies on the Video Nasties, just kind of trying to check out the Video Nasties, but I came to a point where I'm like, most of these effing suck the shit balls. Right. And it's like, I can't even take most of these. They suck so bad. And as you watch them, you're like, why is this on it? There's a few that you're like, okay, I, I get sure. it. I see where they were saying. But, I mean, again, I'm not saying, I, I never think that any of those should have been banned. But I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty rough or or whatever. Right. And, you know, that's the extent of it. But when you have a lot of these that are just like the same old shit, how did they get on there? And... I, I, I mean, I, I'm conspiracy theorist, but I wonder if some people wanted to get on them. No, that, that wouldn't even, that wouldn't happen. That's stupid. shit. There's bands no. that put that PMRC sticker on their CDs. Well, yeah, here, even to this day, I know bands that go, Oh, I'm putting that on. Well, there well here's it, the it, thing. It, it, it's, it's like what you're talking about. It's, it's about, Hey. Let's get on the video nasty list so we can get some press. The, the only re, the only way I could see that happening is like a, a movie that's not. 
like from the UK that's not, or, you know, that its biggest audience is going to be from the US or something like that, uh, would want to get on it, even though they can't see it in the UK. You know, people are going to be in the and in the U.S. are going to be like, "Oh shit, that's on here. I'm checking it out." Yeah, you know, I don't know though. I'm not. I don't know if that's happening. I should. I mean, like I said, that's a conspiracy theory. Man, sorry, Lauren. We keep pausing you. Because, well, you have a, a Canadian caller now, so um, I don't know. I just love Canadian flashers. They're like, <laughs> yeah. beast. love them. My so, bloody um, Valentine. My bloody. I was. Yeah, thinking I. That. I really enjoyed the burning. Um. I did too. You know, Stevens balls. The effects and all, but I didn't think it was that crazy that you needed to like ban it. For totally the agree. And um, so anyway, I'm kind of rambling, and you guys want to know what the message was in Italian, and oh, yeah. it's sort of in between what Mike guessed and Shane guessed. And anyway, <laughs> um, as you both want, I don't know if I should speak to Shane privately, but no, anyway, okay. it was I'll, more just like I'll cover my ears. Um. I put some comment on on Shane's Facebook page that I needed a jelly roll hug and just meaning I needed um, a hug and he kind of went into how to penetrate me and blah blah and jelly you roll. masturbate and I'm like Facebook friends what? with them all wow. all my high school friends yeah you don't want to talk about that with your teachers and oh so I was like really I posted something up like <laughs> oh yeah something that kind of I mean, called her out yeah so I was just Basically, my message was like... Okay, before we get into the message, oh. I I want to say something oh, right now. yeah. I, maybe I did that. I'm bad with that. Like, I'll this, go to someone's page I don't want to be a douchebag. I right. don't want to be a douchebag. And All I don't right. want to say I told you so, but I am I am not a Facebook type of guy. Okay. But my alter ego is. I am yeah. not friends with anybody that I know in my family that I work with, yeah. anything like that. And you know what? That way I can be as asshole-ish as I want to be, or as dirty as whatever. But that is hilarious that she got wasted by you on that. Oh no, I feel Did bad. Did you not about talk that. about masturbating in, in public, uh. in a public forum with me? You know, whatever, privately, fine. But um, yeah, it's too funny. I dude. felt really dirty, oh, and I just wanted to be held. Uh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah, it's like Florida is like all dirty and. But as I say, I was like masturbate or whatever. Wow, so, man! Yeah, so it wasn't tired, you, but, um, idiot. <laughs> yeah, when I say I want a jelly roll hug, I mean more of just like a a hug because on the Facebook, like all these goddamn well, people can see my. my right, I hear you. Cast, I hear you. That. Or, yeah, yeah, my corpse cast um, comment. 2013. We're giving the jelly roll hugs. Anyway, to my right, dog's man. judging me with her. Her one good eye. Oh, now she's, now she's turning the marble, the marble amputated part of her eye towards me. So <laughs> she's that like, it's time for me. I don't know who you are anymore. Anyway. Oh yeah, she's um, she's passing out. Keep up the good work, she, you she's guys. Done. She roboed it. Her God damn it, rent prices up. are high. So I promise I'm going to move soon, Shane. I'm looking, but. I'm right there. You haul on everything. Here. I, I may just need to up and move to the West Coast where it's more awesome. And Do it. It's awesome. Better. We're not on the West Coast, so, though. I don't know what nice. I'm talking about. I like to say we're on the West Coast, even though we're not. We're, well, compared to Washington, D.C., we're on the West Coast. I like to say <laughs> West Side. Yeah. You know what? The only beach but, we have smells huh? like ass with the Great Salt it Lake. It does. Yeah. Brian like, shrimp all up in your Dude, your my wife's trunks. grandpa got rich off Brian shrimp, just so you know. There you go. Because you feed them to lizards. I don't know what the fudge you do with them, but he got rich off of brine shrimp. Screw that old bastard. 
All right, sorry. That's Americana. You go, you walk out, you breathe the salt air, you go, you see the dead sea You know what? God damn it. I'm going to scoop these things up and I'm going to make a billion dollars. And he did. Not that's a billion. America. But he made that's, a lot of money. That's America. All right. Alan called in. I love Alan. Mike Shane, what it is. This is Alan. It is good. Uh, question of the episode. Have I ever seen a movie I thought went too far? I really had to sit there and think about it for a while. You know, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust, Serbian film. Mo- a lot of the movies they call extreme, and I've never really felt like they went too far. Uh, they've made some. I've seen some films that made, they have had moments that made me. That's because you got a stomach of steel, brother. Uh, the my the remake of I Spit on Your Grave, that rape scene, it made my stomach hurt. It really went nauseated. It was kind of like. Oh, what am I watching? But hmm. at the same time, I really don't feel like it went too far because I look at, you know, these are all horror films, and the intent, I truly believe, of the director is to horrify you. There you go. And yeah. by going to those places, Maybe it's a they do question. elicit horror. So I really can't go, no, that film went too far. So uh, to answer your question, no, I really can't say that I've seen anything that went too far. And uh, Shane, you know, you asked what I thought of thought when I was about 11, 10 or 11 and watch his face, watching Faces of Death. My thoughts was, oh, God, if I get caught watching this in trouble. <laughs> Thinking positive, I'm hoping. <laughs> but uh, what? anyway, uh, just calling to uh, what the heck? answer the question of the episode. But first, oh, I would right, like John. to talk about Polka Cadaver. Wait a second. Uh, That's an old one. Oh my gosh, did we just have some weird technical glitch? That, that was, was weird, technified. dude. Dude, Johnny Krug just haunted our show and cut Alan Johnny off. Krug. Wow, do you think weird. Alan was done? I mean, do you think I don't was- know, but Alan, if you weren't done, I'm sorry, man. I have no effing idea of what just happened there. Because it's okay, all well, one let MP3. me let me just say this to Alan. Okay. Um your grandma rented. <laughs> The faces of death. So you're out of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I you're mean, good. What will my mom do? What is you're right. <laughs> mom, grandma rented this shit for me. You, know. <laughs> you have but, deniability. And again, with uh, Cannibal Holocaust and Serbian film. There you go. They, they'll seem to be the thing. That's not even mine yet, though. So oh. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to get through these and uh, drop that on you. Uh, Gracie's Poppy uh, sneak piped in, baby. Hey, guys. Gracie's Poppy. Um, I got to be a little bit quiet here because, you know, my wife is home and she's taking a nap and <laughs> if I wake her up, she's going to come in here and cut my head off. Pussy. And by head, I mean, awesome. Junior. Sure. Sure. Attached, attached to him. You know, <laughs> he's my little buddy. Sick. Um, I spank so, him uh, all the time. Watching the episode. Is there a movie out there that crosses the line where you think it should be censored? Um, um not a tough question, but it's another one of those subjective ones. Agreed. It's a matter of opinion. You know, what might cross my line might not cross yours, and vice versa. Um, I personally haven't come across anything like that. Uh, you know, I've seen you know, Faces of Death and kind of a Holocaust. And, you know, oh, that's really you speak I, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, Do you notice he said the names of the movies extra quiet? I also think there's like a, uh, a certain allure and you know, attraction to, to movies that maybe you shouldn't watch. Like, like 
you know, faces that take that, for instance. A movie that's been banned in like 5,000 countries, supposedly. 5,000 countries? That's a lot of you countries. Take a look at that and you say, damn, man, I got to check that out. You know, it's like a train wreck or, or, or a fatal car accident. You know, it's, you know, you shouldn't look at it, but you're kind of compelled to. Exactly. So, um, it's what you do on the freeway like this, every day. So nasty that maybe <laughs> it does cross the line, it goes too far, but. Maybe I'll see a body. I don't know, maybe if I can, if I did come across I turned GP up, but he's I'm popping pretty big. Anyway. Uh, let's see, WrestleMania. He's really yeah, got to keep it band. quiet. Like, I think that's like the fifth band in, uh, in uh, Shane's five bands that you got to check out that he did on the Diablo cast. Um, so I think he did them all. He did uh, Ghost, Rosedale's, Crimson Ghost, um, uh, Death Riders and Resurrects. So there you go. Sweet dude. I haven't checked awesome. out um, Beyond the Grave other than what Shane played on. Oh, Yellow it's Kai. good stuff, dude. Uh, I do have Dance of Dead. I think that's like the, one of the first things I got off the Spotify. Um, I love, love the cool band. I like the, the psychobilly vibe to it. Um, He's just got up from the computer to check to see if wife is I just like. I mean, like, what else can I say? You do. It's cool. I want to get that. Like to check out she sounds like a dragon. Gracie's poppy married a dragon. Yep. Um, He's going to kill me uh, for that. Serpent Rainbow. Hadn't seen that in like what twenty years. I loved it then. I don't know why I haven't seen it since. Um, creepy as hell, especially that freaking dude. You, you should know who it is. The creepy freaking guy. You got like two. Hey Trout. Yeah. But, Except yeah, that's not uh, his real name. I just happy 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 um, island people. Huh? I'll check it out again because. Of, <laughs> Plus, it's uh, um, a quarter guess, of five bucks. Well, hey, wow, I got almost two minutes before the sun cuts off on me, so I'm doing pretty good. Uh, that's it all I got for now. Sweet. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Is it wrong of me? <laughs> because I really want his wife to come storming in like Nebacracker's wife in Monster <laughs> House. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I... <laughs> like he's, he's got, he's like he just—he'll act like he just got uh, busted, like jerking off to some uh, like, you know, like serious, like that, Asian tentacle porn or some wasn't shit. Wasn't that uh, Catherine? Uh, I don't know. The, the Monster Never, House, Monster House, the, the, the cartoon thing. Yeah, no, Nebercracker. I, I haven't seen that I think since it was. Uh, what's uh, uh, Douglas? Um, Kirk Douglas. Catherine. Catherine. Uh, I'm not with you, brother. Oh man, I can't uh, remember, man. It's been, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, been a, it's a total long. brain fart. But Michael Douglas in the movie with the and the, the are you uh, talking Catherine Zeta Jones? No, I have no idea, dude. All right, forget Let's just, it. Okay, moving on. See but what I you would did like to, to him, GP. I'd like to hear her come powering in, like, hey, what are you doing all that? She's <laughs> uh, talking so soft, like, and I just really. Can I ask you a way. question? Guess who enslaves? Oh, Morrissey of Utah. Mike and Shane, how you doing, oh. you sexy motherfuckers? AKA Mike's. Oh, I gotta tell you, I got a magnum-sized nervous boner when you magnum. use the sound bite. Hell, you say? That's awesome. I'm honored to be able to help. <laughs> he packs a magnum too. Dude. Yeah, really? to be a surrogate Disgusting. potty mouth for the corpse cast is an honor. <laughs> I still have those. I should heart. use those too. But I do have to make fun of myself a little bit, though. On my message, I said. Something about change the CD. Who the fuck uses CDs anymore? True that. On the subject of the last question of the episode about the movies you bought for the cover, I couldn't think of any when I was thinking about the question. But 
the cover from The Serpent and the Rainbow kept popping into my head. Whoa! Which is weird, because then that's the movie... We did! ...of this episode, which is... Don't let them ...awesome, coincidental. <laughs> and I think maybe it's by being your surrogate potty mouth... Maybe he's my brother. ...it's brought us into alignment, kind of like women in the same period. office... ...that all have their period at the same so time. It's exactly weird. like that. And we're Not brothers. Kind of. It's exactly... Like that, you and I are having. Yeah, you guys have that at the same time. Our flow, our flows happen synchronously. That is beautiful too. Another nervous boner. Man, I, cropping I'm up honored. Right I'm now. honored right now. As far as the question of this episode about censorship in movies, it maybe went too far to me. It kind of comes back to the same issue um, last time on the subject that shall not be discussed. That's right, baby. You're your Good own boy. best censor, and Agreed. if it's totally too much agree. for you, then turn it off. Censorship is what has gone too far, in my opinion. You used to be boobies and bush and big old dicks in the movies. Right next to the comedy and or violence and gore. <laughs> I could do without all the yeah, dicks no more boobies. I mean, I'm just going to come out Now it's all that. violence. No boobies? There's a problem with that. There's a, it's a few boobies. It's okay to show people being torn apart by vampires and werewolves, but boobies are bad when this fucking happen. It's nudity that's, that's kind of... problem. Well, you can bash this For me, brain, though, it's those faces of death. I have an idea that about you that. You mentioned I don't like them. I like my violence to at least have a storyline. It doesn't even have to be a I good storyline. Just good has to be a storyline of some sort. Those faces of death movies are just fucked up. But I, I'm going to take a wild guess because you got your super secret project. We do you know, all this have secrecy. You told them? You guys are fucking cult leaders now. No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> I, I just want to say that I hope that it's batches of cock and ball paintings done by Shane. Duh. Dude, I'm on I right want now. a ding-dong painting paint every, signed every by week. Shane with his ding-dong. I want I that, too. That's hard. That that's that's hard to secret. do. No pun intended. So maybe, maybe it yeah, is. Maybe no it's not. <laughs> Either way, Shane, could you please make me a ding-dong Dick painting? painting in the mail to you. <laughs> Whoever All right, else doing a great asked, fucking job. Else for a dick uh, I look forward to hearing another great fucking podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Chris, dude. dude. Dude, I will, I will disagree with him on one point. Let's hear it. He needs a scenario, a movie to feed him his violent thing. Mm-hmm. It happens every single day when you get on the freeway. Ah, you cre- here's where I'm going with this. Okay. This is deep. Let's hear it. This Let's is hear it. LSD shrooms deep. Okay, but. <laughs> You create your own scenario. When you get backed up on that freeway and Uh you know a nasty mess happened, right? you've already created the story. Uh. And when you (laughs) slow down and hit the brakes, I defy anyone to tell me they're not looking to see a little blood, a little dead, (laughs) a little something. But you've already created the story in your head for that, baby. Do you want to hear something funny? It goes right right along with that. I'm a big horror guy, and and I've been a big horror guy forever. One time, me and my brother, okay, my brother, not not Chris, but my brother that was actually uh, quoted earlier in the episode, we were we were at my uh, girlfriend's house, who ended up uh, marrying, and uh, we've been happily married for twelve years, but that's uh, neither here nor there. But um, so we're we're coming back from her house. I can't remember why we were there. What's going on? We're 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 pulling away, and we're we're headed back back home. And we saw an accident. We saw dead bodies, like, on the road, dude. Right. It freaked me out, like, 
it disturbed the living shit. Sure, it does. It was like the worst thing I've seen in my life up to that point. Because, I mean, it's not how you think it looks, dude. It's worse. and it. Well, the after effect is the after effect. But when you're on the freeway... You're banging those brakes and you're, because you're just you want to see something. You want to oh, see dude. the carnage. What I'm you saying though, is something. once you see that carnage, carnage, it will change you forever, and you will True. hate yourself. I okay. Well, <laughs> oh I agree gosh. with that, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if violence is violence is violence. You know, I mean, it's like if you're if, if you're on that freeway and you're slowing down because yep. you got to see what's going on you're not looking to see the you know the paramedics uh you know checking you know their right. their watches or having a subway sandwich right. you're looking to see if there's blood and a dead body <laughs> laying there on the road absolutely it's the morbid fascination so i disagree know. only in the the idea that you need to have a storyline all right, that's cool. Not everybody that. needs to agree. You know, I do have a theory about his uh, boobies versus violence thing type mm-hmm. thing, but I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm not going to go into it in this episode. I may have gone into it before, but this we're, we're, we're running really long, so so we'll of table course. that. We'll table that for another episode, and we'll finish off the voicemails. Zach called in one more time, um, but <sighs> we'll we'll bring Sorry. that up again because I have a I have a theory about that. Anyways, here's Zach. Here's Zach. What's up, guys? Zach again. Figured I'd it's call because I thought of another uh, answer for the question of the episode. All right. And when has exploitation gone too far? I was thinking, and I it came to my mind, okay? It just came. You couldn't think of it before because all that limpy biskies came to my mind. My mind. Um. <laughs> Thriller, a cruel picture. The scene where, you know, the scalpel to the eye. Oh, nasty. And they used the real cadaver. Ooh, I didn't know that. I'd say that that's, that's on our list, by the way. Too far. That's kind of shitty. I mean, you got to. <laughs> that, that's someone's daughter, someone's sister, yeah. maybe, someone's niece. Interesting. And that's just shitty right there. Interesting I, point. Good point. I. That's so shitty. But it makes you shitty sign it over to the school. <laughs> All right, I'll call. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Sweet. Well, that's it. And that you know, that's a good point because I mean, respect for the dead. I don't know. Maybe maybe the the, the parents got a million bucks, so who cares? But whatever for that one eye scene shot. I doubt. <sighs> I thought he was. Thank you, that. daughter. Awesome. <laughs> I can retire now because you. Who would have thought I made a million bucks off them cutting her eyeball? All right, dude. Awesome. So so, what's your answer? You know, the only thing that I can really, really, really come up with that's right off the top of my head because, uh, you know, is that scene from the movie The Accused with Jodie Foster. Oh, I haven't seen that. Because it was a super long rape scene. Okay. I was going with everyone that, you know, I spit on your grave. Right. Same, because, same I mean, it was like, like- I, I get the idea you're raping her, but, I mean, this scene in this movie went on so long it was like people trading off and like oh yeah i'm gonna have a turn at her it's like oh, okay really? really we got it i don't know if, oh. but i mean i'm i'm kind of on the fence well, because it. it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that offensive to me but it was just like dude this is a lot of rape scene going on here but I, you know i'm kind of open to i don't know man. Here, here's mine here's mine uh i haven't seen yours or else i would comment on it but i haven't so i don't know 
Uh, my, my, the movie that I thought that I was watching, and like I said, I never once thought, oh man, this should have been censored. But what I thought is, holy shit, this is way too much for my eyeballs to witness. There's a movie called Sallow or 120 Days in Sodom. Now, basically right. what it is, is this fascistic regime takes these this group of uh, young men and young women and basically what they do is they take them out to this villa out in the middle of nowhere during this war and they torture rape they make they make each other rape they, they make some people rape the other people um you know in right. and beat each other up as they watch it goes even worse than that they start into the, oh dude it's just the most bizarre movie it even gets into this thing where all of a sudden they it's erotic to eat people's shit and they oh. make like a cake of shit it's just way too much and the whole thing was just such a downer and it was just it was try it, it, it was wearing on me from you know right when they started lining them up and choosing the, the dudes and the chicks who were right. going to do it and then finally when they started bringing them in once I figured out what they were going to do and what they oh my gosh it was just too much for me and I turned it off i've never finished that movie to this day wow so i could not take any more and i'm like you know what that's as much as i can take i i can't takes me no more but that's it that's mine wow man I, oh yeah wicked wicked movie i i actually think that was more shocking than a serbian film uh but maybe like i said that it, it's a very subjective deal and that it was just too much for me so yeah. i mean there you go you gotta turn it off at some oh, point oh my gosh it was bad uh question of this episode um we mentioned that uh, in a couple of weeks, Samantha's going to be running this uh, the, the zombie pub crawl here in Salt sure, Lake City. Yeah. Uh, we, we always have it, and she runs this too. She runs this zombie walk every year in Salt Lake City. And, right. You know, she's really, and she does a lot of great activities here in Salt Lake. Um, my question is, and, and I'm asking this, um, oh yeah, oh, and one other thing too is, is I'm actually going to be working with her. We're going to try to get like, uh, you know, we've talked about screenings, you know, these old exploitation movies and stuff like that. And we're, we're trying to work something out and, and uh, she's, she's, uh, I'm going to help her awesome. out. Anyhow, so my question is, and I'm asking this not only because I'm interested to know, but because I'm actually looking for ideas, but what non-horror movie or music activities have you engaged in? Okay, like what kind of horror culture type things? What kind oh, of you know, right. you know, like I mean, zombie walks, sure, stuff like that. What have you engaged in? You know, looking for maybe some ideas and stuff like that, um, either with a group or by yourself. And I don't need to hear people calling up when they bought that vampire teeth flashlight and jerked off. That maybe, or, maybe that's or, a little uh, too much. Yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show by myself. I sat around and sure. I wear and what stockings, Tim Curry's wearing, which is hot, by the way. But no, that's a question of the episode. That's so let good. Me know. That's so let good. Me know. Call it in 206-339-2730 or go to corpsecollective.com. Click on the uh, send voicemail tab uh, right there on the right and uh, send in your messages. That uh, we got until, uh, man, we are, it's almost, we're almost been talking for two hours. I know. Dude. And so what we're, we need to do is get into the shit. So yeah, let's we do gotta that. We got to get now. into the meat and taters. Here we go, thing. baby.
That was awesome. <laughs> no! Let's hear your dancing. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's yeah, the best dude, that's that's the best good. Do. Danzig. Dash Verotic. That's V E R O T I K dot com. Wait, why does he have such a weird URL? Why doesn't he Because separate? it's the official Danzig and his comic book Verotic. Oh, okay. So right. I, I was wondering why doesn't he own Danzig.com? Right. I didn't even look to see who owns it. Someone has to own it. Well, that, that would that would make sense, right? I mean, it's easy, Danzig.com. I wonder if it forwards there. But he's had that that URL for a long ass time, dude. I mean, it's, this isn't just one year, two year, three. I think he just did it to incorporate everything that he is. Dude, spiritual being. Danzig.com is. is just some kind of weird uh, holder page. Looking oh. for the rock band Danzig? Click here. I'll bet you. I'll bet you it's so expensive. Like if you clicked on, hey, I want to buy this. I bet it's like fifty grand. You're probably right. Um, it does have a link to Danzig, but it says if you're looking for the rock band, it goes to Danzig's page on uh, on uh, Amazon. That's weird. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard him, kids, in The Misfits. You heard him in Sam Hain. Why don't you partake on a little bit of his solo stuff? Nice, dude. This is where it gets really, really sexy and real. Well, and, and heartfelt, man. Yeah. He is the man, dude. He is a man. You he, cannot deny that. He's like a little firecracker or something. He's like literally a little firecracker because he's only like 5'2". But he'll punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, dude. he'll get his ass kicked. He'll too, make which you cry like a baby. Danzig two Lucifuge, released June nineteen ninety. It's forty nine minutes twenty six seconds long on Deaf American Records, produced by Rick Rubin, who has produced bands such as Slayer, Whoa, Johnny Cash, What, Beastie Boys, R I P M C A, right. You gotta fight! <laughs> uh, the members of the band, Chuck Biscuits, aka Black Flag, he was in Black Flag and Circle Jerks. Uh, he's on the drums. Erie Vaughn, personal friend of mine on Facebook. Oh, of course. Call me. He never, ever replies <laughs> to anything I send him, but I, you know. John Christ, we talked about him once. Do you on think there's episode. a relation there? Do you think from Jesus Christ? Yeah, you think they're brothers? I heard I actually heard that <laughs> that you know the half brother to Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. His name is actually John. So Christ. wow, so maybe it's this guy. You know, who knows? I mean, really, I when it when it's it gets down to the thick of things, on, you know. And Glenn Danzig vocal, man. Danzig's influences, of course, Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. Roy Orbison. Mm-hmm. Um Dude, this album, Lucifuge. Uh-huh. Lucifuge. Lucifuge. Wherever you come from. Sure. What are you thinking about this, baby? All right. So, okay. So, just so everyone knows, this is the first time that I've really heard anything from Danzig other than Mother or right. or anything from The Misfits, which I'm still pretty new on there as well. Right. My initial thoughts. I wrote down my initial thoughts because I listened to the, the album all the way through one time at work. And uh, I didn't get any work done for 49 minutes and 26 seconds. Nice. <laughs> let me, first of all, I just want to say I'm bummed, bummed out that this is the first time that I've listened to this album. And, uh, and also, and this is what I was going to mention earlier, that I'm kind of bummed out that this is really the first 
time I've really gotten into Danzig, um, because now he's be kind of become kind of a um, kind of an internet meme where oh I yeah. I. I got something to say. I fed my kitty today type of thing yeah. because this album, and that YouTube video with the can of sardines. Sure. That's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. Shit. Well, it, it, and I'm not saying it's not funny, but what I'm saying is, is this album actually gave me a really great respect for Glenn Danzig. Yeah. And the only thing I'd seen of him before really are these, are these internet memes that, that are going on. And, and it really bums me out because uh, I was actually really shocked uh, as I was listening to this, um, uh, because it, I, it was, it was not what I expected. I mean, there was a few really solid rock tunes, like really, really good rock tunes, but I was really shocked to find out that this album was really bluesy. It had a lot yeah, of I mean, really cool bluesy stuff. I mean, it had piano on, on one song. There's slide guitar for hell's sakes, but a, a lot. Blood and tears. Oh, it dude. almost sounds like, uh, Paul Schaefer came in with that. <laughs> keyboard in there but all i'm saying is is i'm you know my favorite thing about him though apart from all that is okay so you have you have these bands that um that come out and they and they're singing and you can kind of tell that their voices have been you know touched up a bit and stuff like that right and i'm not saying i don't know if his voice was or wasn't on this album but this kind of seemed like a almost a live album for his vocals um, not, I mean, not live album, live album in the fact that it, it didn't seem touched. It was very raw, but it was awesome. I totally agree he with was you. belting stuff out when he needed to hit that high note. He would like belt it out. Man. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't just like, he's actually went on note as saying, you know, I'm not going to ever do any kind of pro tools horse shit. I want to do the live recording as long as I can do it that way. Well, and don't and don't get me Feasible wrong. Feasible to do so, I want to do it that way. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's there's I mean, let, let's see. Def Leppard's Hysteria. I love that album. I do. You know, whatever. But obviously that's been touched up. You know, well, obviously. Yeah, that's, yeah. This guy sounded like I mean, it, it sounded raw, it sounded pure, it sounded heartfelt. And man, I was down. I was really excited listening to this album. The whole album from beginning to end is a solid songwriting effort. I mean, I don't know exactly rock and roll in your face. And that's yeah. how it was. And there's something, I mean, sure. It's got that dark, you know, I mean, Danzig is a dark, evil kind of guy right. singing about all that. But dude, it's like we always bring ghost up. Yep. But there is something to be said about that evil bluesy sound that is way more. Well, it's powerful seems- to me than any black metal band that can go, hey, come and get some it Satan seems- for you. You know, because it's just- it see, here, here's the thing. It seemed dirtier. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I, and I don't, I, this is just me, but I kind of got the feeling like that, that New Orleans Bayou type. Yeah. Of, and I know he's not from there or anything like that, but that's the type of stuff that's like. I've all doubted out of New Orleans. I got a yeah. Bayou life. And it's just like, that is the shit. That yeah. is genuine, man. And then in this album, I am. Yeah. Listen, there, I, I, I mean, I had my favorite songs on here. You know, I did. I mean, there were some I like more than others, but every song, was good and it really seemed genuine and right from Danzig's evil black little heart. Lucifuge is the imperative form of Latin compound verb lucifugere. <laughs> uh, from lux equals light and fugere. <laughs> fugere. 
to flee. It means to flee or shun the light. Right. Hot isn't stuff, that, dude. Isn't that sweet? You just put that all, you wrap that all up. Uh, uh, Lucifuge is also the demon in charge of my laundry. Oh, wait, no. Wait, hell's government. Uh, uh, yeah, hell's government. He's in charge of hell's government. <laughs> and awesome. my laundry. But Well, let, I mean, let's be honest. Your laundry, is my, you might as well be uh, in hell. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, see dude, this album is great sounding. Very eerie blues style. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dirty. you can feel the, 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 the Dirty influence. Yeah. Um, he's a huge fan of The Doors, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weird to think of him back in the Misfits days, but those have always been huge influences in his life mm-hmm. and you can hear it through the misfits and through sam hain and through through all of it but he really brings it out this album to me is like you've got the first album that came out and that's self-titled mother! just dancing it's got mother it's got am i demon it's got twist of cane huge hits for him right but this album to me seems like where he really brought every element together i am positive that John Christ and Erivon and and Chuck Biscuits had a lot to do with how the whole thing came together. Dude, okay. I saw Danzig at the great or not so great Salt Air <laughs> okay. on this album, Lucifuge. Uh, okay, so old school. Two awesome things happened that night for me. You got laid? No. I did not get any poom poom <laughs> that night. But... Dude, I am standing. I'm like second row. I'm watching dancing. He is pointing at this guy standing next to me. Now, this asshole next to me is, he's pushing his girlfriend around. He's, you know, he's not even watching the show, but really? he's, he's giving this girl the business, you know, and Danzig looks over at her and I'm going, holy shit, this is happening right next to me. And the guy goes, and Danzig's up there going, he's pointing at him. Mm-hmm. Right. And this guy. I look over, the guy gives him the bird. Fuck you, buddy. Really? Danzig jumps down from the stage, and I'm going, holy shit, there's Glenn Danzig right there. <laughs> now, this is all going to boil back into John Christ, okay. but Glenn Danzig grabs this fucking guy mm-hmm. by the back of his shirt and like the loop of his Levi jeans uh-huh. and walks him clear to the back of the arena, out the fucking door, and throws him really? out. While he's Dealing with this asshole, uh-huh. with his, and his girlfriend just stood there going, holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> Took that guy out the back door, threw him out the back door. John Christ is playing the guitar and singing all the vocal that Glenn Danzig really? dropped, and it sounded great. How cool, dude. <laughs> dropped him out. The other cool part, because okay. I was in this heavy metal band, and we had our cassette tapes out at the time. Uh-huh. I threw my, you know, Glenn Danzig, he takes his shirt off, and he's got this big old, you know, the Danzig skull belt right, that right, he wears. Right, right. And I was like, I threw our cassette tape and it smacked his shoe oh, in yeah. the middle oh, of the yeah. song. Uh-huh. And he grabs it. He picks it up. He looks at it, mm-hmm. takes the cassette, sticks it in the back of his belt like, I'm going to hold on to this. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I don't even know. He might have, th- you know, he might have threw it My at the road. My touched ass. But, dude, I was stoked. I was like. I just watched him pick our cassette up and like go, Hey, that looks pretty cool. Oh yeah. I'm like, 
But yeah, dude, John Christ has to be like a integral part to this album because now was, the dude's a badass. Did he was he there throughout Danzig's uh, solo career or what? Um, well, as they started his solo thing, yeah, he was right there with Erie Vaughn. Erie Vaughn actually came from Sam Hain that he okay. was doing at the same time and a little bit before that. Um, but it's just that music that they all, that that group, I mean, I am a snob when it comes to bands, you uh-huh. know, you've got Peter, you've got Paul, you've got Gene and Ace. Okay. That's it. Right. No fakers, no in I thought you were going to be like, they've got Peter, they've got Michael, they've got Davey, and they've got Mickey. Same thing, dude. <laughs> but see, it would be the same thing if, if they ever did anything where they had some other asshole doing Dave right. Challenge vocals. Right, 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 right. You know, but I'm just a snob like that, and this is the lineup for me with Danzig. Cool. This album, Lucifuge, I believe is, I love a lot of his stuff, but this album right here is like the cherry that needs to be popped. Dude. This is the queen bee this was an album that the since the first time i listened to it all the way through well sorry i got i got to the first song which was uh long way back from hell and then i got through snakes of christ i got through the first two right and i was stoked i was like oh my gosh dude this he started that whole show that night with long way back it was like it's like that that opening that opening like uh, that that riff down yeah. it's like and it, I I just kept thinking oh my gosh dude this yeah. is gonna be sweet it goes through that bus directly into snakes of Christ and at that point I was like I'm not getting shit done at work yeah. till this album's over and you know and so I just sat there and I listened to the whole thing man and I was shocked to see it go places that I had no idea I was not prepared. For it to go to these bluesy, deep, dark, grungy, dirty places. Yeah. I was stoked. I was like... And, what and, about I'm the one? It started that way, and then it just kind of picked up. And, you Never know, places I've lived. We talk about... Uh, I mean, a lot of times I'll, t- I'll, I'll talk about the dynamic, you know, the dynamic change in an album. Right. This has it, dude. This... I mean, the whole album, it, it, you... It, it's... I mean, from song to song, there are a lot of bluesy tunes. There's a lot of just straightforward rock tunes, but it goes up and down and different moods. You know, you're going all yeah. the way through this, and it... It it just it it played all the way through it. I know I'm jizzing all over this album, but I I feel like it's worth it. It is an absolute classic album. 1990. I can't believe I've never heard it. That bums 1990. Me this album was put out. I mean, it's like what's your favorite songs? I'll tell you what. I I listened to um uh let's see, her black wings. That was the uh, that was the quote unquote official single. Okay, that was a great song. Snakes of Christ, probably I listened to the most. Like if I knew I only had enough time in the car to listen to one song, I went straight to that one and and went that one. I'm the one. God, man, it's it's uh, and it's hard it's hard to choose one favorite song, but seven 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 was awesome. Yeah, you know, just the whole it was just good good stuff, man. It's a solid goddamn record. I it mean, is. You can't, I do. I love I, it. You just cannot touch a classic album no. like that and go, I mean, how do you not love it? I mean, my, I love every single song from beginning to end, but some of my favorites, uh, Long Way Back yep. from Hell. Mm-hmm. I'm the one. 
devil's play thing because oh, yeah, that's that on is my, a that's on great sex and song. That's on my sex tape. By the way, that's that has a that has a video on YouTube that I checked out that was really cool. Watch it. It was kind of a live, you know, those videos where they just show different parts of a live performance. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Um Her Black Wings, Blood and Tears, which was uh, inspired specifically for or by you know Roy Orbison. I mean, this when he was writing that song, it was like Roy Orbison, man. I, I I'm feeling your bones, and he actually mm-hmm. wrote music for Roy Orbison. Oh, you're kidding? No, but I'll get into that. Okay. Um, after we get done with this, man, this is a great, great, great album. I I still the I still it's funny because I remember growing up. And I was kind of a metalhead, you know, and thinking, and you know, and I heard some stuff, you know, and I don't remember what it was, but it was like it wasn't metal really. So I was just like, yeah, it's not metal. I don't listen to that shit. Yeah. You know, that's back when I was young and stupid and whatnot. But now coming at this and seeing kind of the the mastery, I feel like I'm really chiseling all over. I I feel like I'm not being very critical and whatever. But the thing is, is I listen to this album, you know. I, over and over and over. I skipped listening to my normal listening schedule because this album was that good. I you love know, this album. And I, I could be wrong. Okay. But I swear, I want to say there was this place called Speedway Cafe back in the day. Used to go to all the shows there. And it was uh-huh. awesome because it was all ages. And the 21 and olders could bring 12 packs in and drink. And it was all just a free flowing thing. And okay. then, they, you know, Utah, they shut it down. Sure. But zero. And I want to, I want to, think this is actually what he told me but he saw he saw danzig on the first album really at speedway and he he was telling me that the guy was like if people ask me to do a misfits song i'm out oh really it's all about what i'm doing now Uh and that's it well, I mean, because isn't there like a long history of fighting and stuff like that? And, and, and fighting and, the thing and you is, know, is, right He was wrong, done by Misfits uh, for a few years at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know when this first album came out, but this came out in, in 90, so uh, maybe 88 or 87. Yeah, it was like, like eight, uh, yeah, 1988 is when the first album with Mother okay. and Twist of Cain. I mean, they were huge songs right. even back then. I mean, that was like, dude, everybody knows the song Mother. But, yeah, you know? everybody in the world. They used and, to play uh, that on K-Bear 101. Yeah. And then you right. go, ooh, I'm going to listen to K-Bear 101 because they played something good. And then you went, oh, yeah, God, shit, oh I'll turn the channel. <laughs> but it's just a great album. What are you giving it? I'm giving it a bone saw because I'll tell you right now. I'm loving I, you right now. Right now? Right now, I'm thinking, well, not, well, maybe now, but even before, even before I came over tonight, I'm thinking, you know what, tomorrow, I've got a shitload of yard work to do. Gonna get out, mow the lawn. You know what I'm gonna be listening to? Lucifuge. Yeah. All the way through, baby. I mean, in this, this, I, I think that, um, this album is second only to Ghost that we've done here as far as blowing me away. Yeah. Because this is a bone saw, man. Yeah. I love it, man. Uh, there you go. I guess that's really all. It's I'd... fantastic. Now, here's the deal. Danzig grew up in Lodi, New Jersey. So, yeah, okay. With the Misfits. Right. And all that. Uh-huh. And we've already done Lodi. Uh-huh. And then I had went into the New, New Jersey Devil, and you're the chicken man, and we all know right. that. Okay. You're the chicken. Sure. You're the, you're, the man, you're the chicken body I'm looking at right now. Absolutely. Human head. So I thought I would just give you a couple of Danzig facts. Okay, let's hear them. All right. Gorgeous Frankenstein. Okay. You heard of that band? I have. I've never heard their music. Uh, but I'm Doyle Von Frankenberg. I'm friends with Dorn, Doyle Von Frankenstein on, on Facebook. 
So it's fake. Call me. Uh, Doyle, I'm not, I'm not friends with, with, with that. But, oh, yeah. uh, he hit me up, brother. Glenn Danzig produced that CD. Oh, cool. Their first release. Cool. Uh, started the Misfits, uh, released their albums on his own, uh, his own record label. Uh, initially it was called Blank Records. And then later on they changed it to Plan Nine Records. What? Um, the song 13 was featured on uh, The Hangover. We listened to that. Oh, earlier. yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't. You're well, like, dude, that's when they were driving in the car. I'm like, yeah. what? Oh, my God. That was when they were driving the car. A little Chinaman. They were... Cliff Burton from Metallica, rest his soul. Right. In heaven. He's, he's jamming right now with MCA. Told Rick Rubin about a band called Sam Hain, uh-huh. which started Danzig's kind of relationship with rick rubin mr rubin okay so another good thing that cliff burton did for metallica those guys for everybody those guys loved old misfits though the, yeah they did didn't they yeah Back in, i remember them wearing you know old what? shirts. you know but they got big that's what matters they got big people listen cliff burton was the real uh I'm with the, you. The, 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 he was the man of Metallica. You when he realize, died, everything died with him. Well, you got to realize, though, I started with Metallica when uh, Jason Newstead was the bassist. And he's that's, good. That's when, I, that's, that's when I discovered Metallica, because just because the age. I stopped, thing. dropped, and rolled after. I mean, it. the Black Album did grow on me. I love the Black but Album. But I stopped, dropped, and rolled. And Justice for All, I was like, dude, Cliff. Right. Cliff. Right. I hear you. Um. Danzig wrote a song called Life Fades Away, and it is on Spotify for Roy Orbison. Oh, so cool. you can awesome. check out a tune, Life Fades Away, by Roy Orbison. Sweet. Okay. Written cool. by Glenn Danzig. Mr. Danzig. Um, he's hoping to record a dark, and you're going to love this. Okay. Danzig is hoping to record a dark blues album with Jerry Cantrell. Oh, dude. And Hank three. Let me tell. I don't know who Hank three for is. release. Who's Hank three? Late Hank Williams. Oh, the third. okay, okay. He's okay. pretty badass. You should check out. Okay, Spotify him. Okay, you gotta dig it. Uh, but you know how much I love Jerry Cantrell. I know you love. I love him. Mr. Cantrell. I love him. I saw some live footage of uh, the new Allison Chains. Yeah. Listen, I like singer guys wasn't cutting the mustard. Here, in here's the, live the problem concert. with that though. Having seen Allison Chains two times with Lane, yeah, Lane is hard to beat because that mother effer was like creepy and spindly, and he always did all these weird little. The thing is, we, is I like noticed is when it really sounded juicy yeah. for Allison Chains, like at this live concert, it was uh-huh. like 2011, some big festival. Uh-huh. It was only when Jerry Cantrell came in where I went, oh yeah, I'm feeling that. Well, because I lo- don't they, were, they started with. Uh, them bones and i was just like yeah i'm not feeling well you realize that jerry cantrell was the writer and he he did a lot of the vocal let me let me tell you something too i do love black gives way to blue that album i do love yeah allison chains and that guy sounds good he does my my, the, the biggest issue is is that being in the place watching lane staley and jerry cantrell gave me the the goosebumps yeah and if you don't think i was erect that whole time you'd be sorely mistaken um, you know, Glenn Danzig was featured in an episode we love the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> Who do. doesn't? <laughs> Cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. Oh, nice. You can see, you know, <laughs> you know, put that on YouTube. You'll see Glenn Danzig. Nice. He buys uh, Carl's house, and it's 
you know, <laughs> dripping blood, raining blood or whatever. Sweet. I haven't seen it in a while, but he's working on a film version of Verotic Comics Gerosi or I don't know, Derouge. Why don't you know. spell it for us? Uh, G-E uh-huh. space R-O-U-G-E. So that's Gerouge. That's like. I have no idea how you say it. Uh, yeah. I, I said it like And I possibly knew. an animated film for his other comic, Satanica. Oh, cool. Um, let's see. Can, I, can I tell you we, something real oh, quick? Please do. Uh, I got Rickrolled by uh, Rick this rolled. last time because I was YouTubing some Danzig stuff. And I can't remember what it was. It was like, it because you know how evil he is and stuff like that. And there was uh-huh. this album that said, Glenn Danzig professes his love for Jesus. So I went and checked oh, it out. Oh, I, I went and checked it out and I totally got Rickrolled, man. Son of a- Bitch, I, I, I felt too. so I, used. <laughs> I did that too. I, I was this week. Me too. It was like what? Jesus, he he likes Jesus. What? Let's go and then it was. Up. And then it was the okay. I got got you yeah, I totally got Rick. I didn't even know that was called Rick. Yeah, it's Rick rolled. Rick Astley, dude. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? All of a sudden, you got Rick rolled, and you didn't even know it, brother. I've seen videos like that though, with that song that pops in. Oh, Jesus! That's what it's called, Rick Roll. You got Rick Roll, oh, brother. That's, that's horseshit. <laughs> he spit a little. I saw I, some I spit. Did. I'm serious. I was kind of pissed up. off. <laughs> that pissed me off, kind of. I Rick was Roll. Like, that's fuck. What the hell is this song? You, it's called Rick Roll. There you go. Sure, I bought the CD, but so what? <laughs> uh, he. Uh, Glenn Danzig is, well, he's practiced the the martial art of Jeet Kune Do since 1992. Really? But he didn't apply his skills. When he got the, beat uh, by that big fat bald guy? Yeah, from the kings of Norway. Or, I don't oh, know I, don't know. Called, I don't know what that is. I just saw a video where he got those, his ass kicked. You, by. Di- you didn't apply those skills? I mean, 1992, that's a, you got to. Dude, it's a long time. 1992, you got pretty solid skills where you're like, I'm comfortable enough to to push someone and say, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. Well, he grabbed that guy at your concert, man. You know, and he, he took that guy out. I know. I'm surprised and he that didn't was, get his ass kicked. That was 90. He's such a little dude. And he took that motherfucker right out the door. Yeah, well, like, he, straight he, out. He is pretty built. I mean, I'll, we'll give him that for sure. But the thing is, is when, when I mean, when, you, when you're that little here here's the thing and this brings me back to my point that i made before i am bummed as shit that i cannot listen to glenn danzig and and without those memes in the back of my head man that really bums me out you know you just gotta you know work on your skills dan (laughs) danny to the i need you to kick some ass on youtube a little bit and then i mean at least put up a video where you pop somebody's eye socket or something sure i would say hey dude i hear that there's like people out there that will farm their daughter's corpses out so you can like punch them and like have their eyes man i don't know where you're going on the internet that's disgusting (laughs) um just days ago, he released a single called Devil's Angels. He's going to put out like a cover album of is, tunes. Is Devil's Angels a cover? I think it, it, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the cover version for the song from an old exploitation film from the 70s. Oh, interesting. Devil's Angels. Okay. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. But yeah, he did a song for that. It sounds pretty good. It's like old school kind of misfit sounding. Oh, cool. Um, I'll send that to you. Okay. You'll, you'll enjoy that. Awesome. And, um, you know, 
Listen, I'm sold on, on Danzig. I, I spent all week going over Lucifuge and we obviously we have a new album to, to, to listen to next week, but I'm going to fit in some other Danzig stuff because I came in here tonight and you were playing, I think it was his first album and, and it sounded really good. That bluesy, dirty, dank stuff. It's kind of what he was going. Stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, what do you do after you leave, uh, Misfits? And Sam yeah. Hain was pretty punk. Was it? I never heard you know? those guys either. And, um, you know, he just did his own thing. But, Good for him. You know, the nice thing is, is that when you, you know, I guess Rick Rubin was the guy going, look, you know, he was doing Sam Hain and he, they, they, they knew what was going. He starts Danzig and Rick Rubin's the guy going, look, you want to put this as Danzig. Right. So you, whatever lineup changes, whatever, you're the guy that's the uh, guy that's leading the band. That's whatever avenue you decide to take the band down mm -hmm. he did it and uh good stuff dude i i'm i'm blown away totally destroyed the 80s man and into the 90s i Bone mean saw, baby. i remember like uh god it was like it was like 89 or something that song mother mm -hmm. had a whole new they did like a live video and it was all over MTV. Like in 93, just, he remade her. Well, he, I don't know if he, I, I don't know if he re-recorded or what, but 93, I remember it coming out. There was a video like a, a, yeah, a, 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 live. a bunch of live yeah. cut, cut together. It was awesome. That's, that was the first And that thing was I saw. like a rebirth of that song and everyone's going, Hey man, I love oh, that. Man, I totally missed out, man. I, I don't know. My, my metal, my, my, I was I was being very naive and judgmental because of metal. Okay. Back in the day, here's it, dude. Because it's not metal. Back in the day, Headbangers Ball, huge. We all tuned in Absolutely. every Saturday every night. Week. Watch it. They did a Headbangers Ball Halloween tour, and it was Danzig, Typo Negative, oh. and Godflesh. Okay. And that came to Salt Air, and it was fan freaking tastic. Really? And and oh, and Typo Negative was on the album Bloody Kisses, which is so they were just classic. fresh and new, opening for dancing, and it was like that's yeah. the same time, early nineties, right yeah. there, baby. That came that's out, all what, I got, man. That's all I got, baby. Well, but, I'll uh, tell you what. Like I said, Bone Saw. I don't really know what else to say about it that I haven't already said. I love this album. It's 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 becoming a classic. It's now a classic in my. In, in my brain, I guess, in my collection. I'm going to go buy Beautiful. this CD, actually, to prove Chris wrong that nobody ever buys CDs anymore. I'm going to go buy it. Buy it. If you can find a shop open that sells CDs anymore, FYE, do it. Oh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, don't buy a used one, then. I'll buy a new there one. It might be jizz all over it. Oh. It'll be my jizz if it's not someone else's. That's all I got, baby. All right, cool. So uh, there you go. We will uh, go ahead and play a trailer from 1981's The Fun House and be right back to chat about it. Something is alive in the funhouse. Something not alive like its father. Something better dead. Something that has the form of a human, but not the face. This better be good. It's gonna be great. Something that feeds off the flesh and blood of young innocents. Something that tonight will turn the funhouse into a carnival of terror. I don't know what that's going to be. I just want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> 
Funhouse. Hello, everybody. We're back. We're going to be talking about the Funhouse from uh, 1981, actually, today. Oh, How about yeah. that? How about yeah. that? You know, what's funny is, is uh, we have on accident uh, kind of been going with a the theme. You know, basically, the movies have um, had something to do with one another. Like the two weeks ago or whatever, we did uh, Zombie 3. And that was a 1988. Uh, right. You know. Zombie movie, and then last week, it, it you know we did Serpent in the Rainbow, which is another 1980 zombie movie. Right. Well, the Fun House is linked to the Serpent in the Rainbow through the Walmart four pack I bought for five bucks. Right. And uh, so there you go. We're gonna have to come up with something for next week. I, I don't even know what movie we're doing next week, but uh, oh, hopefully, hopefully we don't break the chain, man. I might have to do some finagling of the of yeah, the movies don't. we do. I yeah. no, I'm not gonna do that actually. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> you know what? Before we get going, okay, okay, I talked a little bit about Arrow Video earlier uh, with the uh, Savage Streets release. This uh, movie actually got a uh, Arrow Video release as well with a kick-ass poster for the for the Arrow Video uh, DVD, Ooh. and I I actually bought it. It's on its way. I bought it the other day, so I mean, it takes a long time to get uh, from uh, good old Blimey, you know, yeah. so. It's going to be there. You know, it's probably going to take a couple of weeks, just like Savage Streets did. But I'm telling you what, people, Arrow Video, man, that's where it is. That that that's where it be. All I right? think Johnny Krug praises their name oh, too. I, I love he? those guys. Too bad that they're Region Zero. Anyway, okay, so uh, we got the Fun House. Uh, IMDb gave us a 5.8. Uh, running time is uh, 96 minutes. It was actually directed by Toby Hooper. Now, you should, as a horror fan, know who Toby Hooper is. Uh huh. Uh, he directed the chainsaw, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Okay. Uh, also, uh, did Salem's Lot, uh, Eaten Alive. I have not seen Eaten Alive though. That's something that we need to do because I would love to see that. Do you, have you, have you seen it before? No, I mean, have no. you heard of it? Basically, I guess it's about this guy who kills people and feeds their flesh to an alligator or something like that. So that I'm, sounds reasonable. I got to go ahead and add that. And plus, I think we're, um, what are we on right now? Is this episode 17? I think we're scheduled out to episode 50 something. So by the time we get to that one, we'll have totally yeah. forgotten about this movie and the fact that uh, we do a shit ton of uh, Toby Hooper movies. But anyway, also, um, he did a little movie called Life Force. You ever heard of Life Force? I never. Oh, my no. gosh, dude. Awesome movie. It's about space vampires, and you see the hottest chick buck naked for dude, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie. It's amazing. If it was werewolves, I'm down. <laughs> I've had my fill Sorry. of vampires. Oh, dude, this one is so hot, and the fur burger is kicking. You would love it. I promise you, dude. The, you, vaginas, uh, the vaginas, the vagina, the vagina. The, the, the thing that I don't know what it does is is excellent. Um. So anyway, uh, also he directed a little movie called I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh. Well, actually, he didn't. He 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 got credit for directing Poltergeist, but oh yeah, yeah. We all know that Steven Spielberg did Poltergeist. You know, and he was around. He got he got Steven uh, his sandwiches. You know, he was like, "Hey, uh, Toby." So why would they put him as director of that? Well, he because he quote unquote directed it, but Steven Spielberg, who quote unquote produced it, actually was right there meddled. On. Let's just say he meddled a bit. Uh, anyway. I f- hate guys like that. <laughs> well, oh yeah, I'm just uh, you know, you know what you should do. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, exactly. But, uh, you know, and it totally turned out to be kind of a, a scary ET wannabe. Anyways, this was uh, written by Larry Block as well. Um, 
Let's see. This movie starred Elizabeth Barrage as Amy Harper. By the way, Amy Harper, okay, the lead of this of this movie. Yeah. Um, before we get too far into it, I just want to say that she seemed young as shit. She seemed, yeah, young. And you saw her boobies. It was weird, dude. It, it, did it seem a little weird to you, or was that I just I don't know. Me? She had big, healthy, milk, milk-toned sure. boobies. Sure. I, I actually watched this with my wife, and uh, she's like, and it's funny because the, the opening scene, you see this, like, kind of, like, opening to Halloween-esque where you just see the point of view of some guy who puts on a mask. You think yeah, he's the killer. Turns Joey. out he's a little brother who's, like, a perverted little brother. And uh, you you see this girl's boobs, and my wife's like, she's like fourteen, dude. And I'm like, that's why I like I it. And then I spent I, 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 dude, I don't know if she. I don't. I don't think she looked fourteen. I don't know. I, she I, seemed young. She as looked shit eighteen to me. To me. I mean, okay, well, I'm, she had nice, healthy. Let's boobs. let's put it this way. I I'm glad that you felt that way because it kind of disturbed me throughout the whole thing. Because you see her tits two times. In this uh, movie. Dude, uh, you know one thing that I noticed is. That kid loves horror movies. He does. And he loves S&M. circus, carny. He does. All on his room. S&M all over the wall. <laughs> I loved that Frankenstein poster, dude. I wish oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. could have with that, that With the electricity coming through. I oh, love absolutely. that poster on his wall, man. You know, and, I, and I've got to get into, there, there's something about this movie that has to do with that that, that I really loved, and uh, it kind of goes it kind of goes along with uh, what you're talking about, just kind of the whole atmosphere and the look and feel of the film. Anyways, this also starred uh, a guy named Cooper Huckabee as Buzz, who was actually a real-life Southern Mississippi football star. Okay. He was a real football star. Um, Largo Woodruff as Liz, uh, Miles Chapin as Richie, Kevin Conway. As uh, the Barker, I liked him, dude. He was like ten bar, uh, ten Barkers. There, he had like triplets, and he played them all or some shit. Uh, I was I gonna know. say that too. Yeah, there. Because like the girls, girls. Because when I was going through the credits, yeah. was he the girls, alive, girls, girls? Alive, alive, with and the mustache. He was the yes, he the, was. Because I was going through the credits at the very end, uh-huh. and I was like, the girls, 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 and the. Funhouse Barker right. have to be the same guy. They it were looked- the same guy. Plus, plus the guy in front of like the 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 freak show type thing where they showed a bunch of weird cats. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, all the same guy. And it also Daisy started. May. What's that? Daisy May, the two-headed cow. Oh, she was hot. Yeah. Anyway, tits. <laughs> she had some nice udders. What is that? Is that okay to say? Anyway, uh, it also starred Wade. Uh, sorry, Wayne Doba is the monster, and uh, Sylvia Miles as Madame Zena. All right, so let's get into the plot a little bit. Uh, sure. Any town, USA, circa 1981, normal middle-class home and family, son and daughter. Um, like we were talking about, Amy Harper, who is, uh, you know, just getting ready for a big date with uh, with a hot young hunk, Buzz. And of course, Buzz. Buzz has has uh, maybe some nefarious intentions in mind. He, he well, yeah. And she's That's not. What you do uh, sure, absolutely. Especially when you take somebody to a really sleazy carnival. Especially when you pull up to somebody's and house you honk and you honk on the first date, as opposed to, right in meeting the family. No, no. But as you meet the mother through the movie. She's a bitch. I would. She don't give a fuck what's no. going on. She's she's too interested in uh, her own little life and what's going on. But you know what? Uh, that's neither here nor there. So let's uh, let's move on with this. Um, okay. So basically, we're we're introduced to the movie. We, we talked about the whole Halloween quote unquote Halloween intro, where we have the little brother, you know, perverting, being a perv, and, and checking out his sister naked, which was really weird to me. But 
other than that, you know, it, it was like this was just like your everyday average middle class, you know, family. You have the teenage daughter going out on a date, lying to her parents, you know, saying, "Oh, well, we're just going to go see a movie and whatnot." And of course, they're they're going to this uh, wicked ass carna- carnival. And the thing is, is her dad was like, "Hey, don't go to that carnival." Because you know, back in Fairfield, there was two unexplained deaths, you know, and so that might be a sketchy place to go hang out. But of course, she said, oh, "No, we're going to go see a movie." So what do they do? They go to the carnival. That's where she's the young virgin girl, and she gets in the car, and she's like, "Maybe we should go to a movie." Right? And he's like, "I'm not going to get me in a movie. I got some weed. <laughs> we're picking up your friends. We're going to the carnival." We're going to the carnival, and there's nothing you can say. I don't respect you enough as a young lady exactly. to listen to you and to be a co- to, to care enough about. Uh, if what I'm your, a young guy, like if, I, if I'm a young football star like Buzz, sure. And she comes out in those free flowing skirt and free flowing shirt. Oh yeah, it's on, dude. Man. And she, it's like that is easy peasy to get inside. Well, and I hate to admit it, but when she was going out and she was in that nice blouse i guess is what you call it it's like wow okay yeah, you, it's almost hippie-esque it was like really open wind it's like the, the like breeze you're, you're looking blow at that thing up it's yeah. Like, yeah and 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 uh just as just so i don't sound as perverted as the little brother i'm just gonna stop right there okay anyway so they pick up uh the double date friends they pick up uh, liz and richie and they head over to the carnival um you know and, and then we're treated to some weird teenage back and forth uh, oh, are you gonna give it up to Buzz? No, I'm not. I don't know. Maybe it's time. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You know all this stuff. They go. They go throughout. They they start checking out the carnival. And, and first of all, before before I go any further, let let, let me describe um, kind of how this movie looks. First of all, the carnival looks sleazy and oh, yeah. dirty and gross. In fact, uh, they go to this place where you know the freak show where they're showing uh, cows with like really gross looking cows with the cleft palate and then Molly or whatever you said her name was with the two faces. Yeah. It was just I mean it was just so dirty and scungy, man. It's like it's like that's that's where I want to get it on, you know? I want to feel dirty. If and- you're going to make it do it exactly make it there i i hope that nobody's judging me for that but anyway so they go to this place it's dirty and by the way it's like a traveling circus obviously or a carnival obviously we mentioned that they were back in fairfield a couple of days ago anyhow uh we we mentioned that all the barkers were played by the same dude they were really sketchy looking greasy dirty you know they they had like there's one tent with ladies with pasties in it, stuff like when that. When he's at, in the front of the fun house, yeah. not when he's at the girls, 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 uh-huh. or, the, or the Frico, uh-huh. whatever. He's pretty Tober uh, or Toby Hooper creepy. Sure. When he's in front of the fun house gone. Uh, well, let me ask you something, too. will be. Well, and it's funny is. because it's just, I mean, the, he had this little microphone. And just the way that the whole thing played out. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention something. The difference between 1981 and now is they're pulling into the carnival. Some guy steals his parking spot. And he just honks and then drives on like nothing's going to happen. That happens now at a carnival. Oh, yeah. There's a gang fight. Yeah. All right. There's a gat being yeah, pulled. Yeah. People hey, are shooting. asshole. Yeah. Exactly. I just, uh, I parked four stalls. <laughs> I, I, I had, you. I had to walk 20 extra steps, bitch. Yeah. You were an asshole. Anyway. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, and we have all, we have the, the, the carnies, you know, we, we, they look dirty. We, we get introduced to some of them. We also get introduced to, um, Madam Zena, who is a gypsy kind of uh, fortune teller. 
who is Boris Karloff or somebody in drag. As a, yes. I mean, she had some chis- she had more chiseled features in her face uh-huh. than me or you. No, well that's because I'm tubby. So. Or our fathers and their fathers. I mean, she had like <laughs> sculpted out of granite. Right. Well, she was old and she looked weathered and she was still dressing up and she still had tried a pretty sexy. good ass though. Well, and she also had a like a big old nice juicy rack, but she was old. Yeah. Yeah. She you know? was at least There's one sixty year old I would still 40. make sweet love to. Yeah. Elvira. Well, dude. That is different <laughs> levels. Of, oh yeah. I mean, Elvira. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvira's a, if she's a pig, ten, Madame Zena's like a three. Yeah. So I mean listen, I didn't mean to I'm just saying the older ladies, there there's still a few of them that uh give mm-hmm. me a nervous boner when I get around them. Anyhow, so the whole time, um, uh, you know, Buzz is a horn dog. He's trying to come up with some kind of a way to, you know, get get shit going on. As you do. And they come up to this quote unquote fun house. Now, let me ask you something. A fun house. This seemed more like a dark ride because fun house to me kind of seems like a, uh, you know, you have the potato sack, giant, giant slides, and you have the sea of balls and stuff like that. Oh my God. That, that almost made me. See a ball. Want to puke when you said potato sack slide? Because I remember that. Oh yeah, dude. What's wrong with that? You have the giant slides. That just (laughs) too wholesome. It is. It is. But you're right. The fun house is supposed to be. Well, the 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 bridge I'm on is goofier. The mirrors and look at the mirrors exactly. Well, this is more like a kind of a terror ride or something like that. You get on, you go through, and you see scary shit, and and so so that's more. I really like that eyeball. Did it follow you around? The eyelid opened up and the eyeball went, I was yeah, like, that's pretty cool. And, and also, um, let me ask you something. This was a traveling, the, the first thing I noticed, and I'd seen this before, but I didn't really re- notice this till we watched it this, uh, this week. But, um, the, the fun house, you know, it, as we get farther in the movie, we're going up and down levels, you know, there's whatever. And it, this was a, um, it's like a, Try level. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, this is something they pack up and they move from yeah. town to town. It's like, man, that must suck balls. I mean, they have like fans in there. That's interesting because I didn't even think about that until you said it's it. Like, how, like, that would be hey, a pain yeah, wait a minute. in the freaking balls to pack up and move every time you move. And, and even later on, the Barker's like, But hey. I mean, even like with, with the, you know, we'll get into it, but the, you know, there's, there's a point where he's looking up. Right. And it's like, uh, in their little apartment type deal thing. Yeah, and it's like, how do they move uh, that shit? Wait a minute. Exactly. Listen, we're, we're not trying to waste this movie. I'm just saying that was an observation that we made. Okay. Anyways, as they go up to the quote unquote dark ride, cause I will not call it a fun house cause I didn't see one potato sack. Um, they see this guy who's putting people on these little cars, um, with a Frankenstein mask and seemingly to have like gloves on that were like scary guy he gloves. He played a pretty good Frankenstein. He had the, like the black suit. Yep. And the hands yep. and the head. And he was just kind of like, I don't know. I never saw him actually get people off the ride, but I saw him, <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> bringing the cars up and going, all right, get on there. And the right. markers out front going, terrorize. <laughs> You'd be a great forever. barker, by the way. You're doing a good job of that. Uh, you you've got a you got a you got a future, brother. In, oh, in that, anyway. But you can also tell as you're as you're looking at the guy dressed as Frankenstein that he's kind of maybe a little bit mentally handicapped. And you know, I mean, you, I never got that. Oh, really? Because I just and thought, maybe that was just because I already knew who he was when I watched. 
true because okay. I Maybe. the whole time I was just kind of like, ah, oh, there's this guy putting. He's just on. another monkey making, okay. you know, five twenty five. All right, five twenty five. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, I okay. Well, there you go. So maybe that was just me, but anyway, Buzz being the horn dog that he was, he's thinking, you know what? Let's spend the night in the dark ride because you know what? I think I can get a little. And let me tell you something. Yeah, they got in there, they ditched it, and he did get a little because you saw poor little virginal Amy's titties once again. Yeah, you know, and very slightly. Yeah, sure. But it's funny because they were talking about, oh, I might give it up, and man. In like thirty seconds, man, Buzz was was okay was the third when base when they're in the bathroom. Okay, uh-huh. they're uh-huh. in the the girls. And this are in is the before bathroom. they go into the fun house. Before they go into the fun house. Before they go, hey man, what do you say we stay the night? Right. The girls go into the bathroom. Weird old lady comes in right. and says, "God's watching everything you're doing." Mm-hmm. And and the friend says, uh, "If you're lucky, you might not be a virgin anymore." Right. And then when. You know, cut to what you're talking about. I'm thinking she's pretty easily persuaded. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Inside the fun house, and she's already stripped she, down. She's, her it looks like old off. Buzz is going. For well, it. listen, you look at Buzz, and he's a mover to shaker. You can tell that right he's off going. the freaking bat. Anyhow, so they're in there, and uh, you know they're making the they're making the the, the sexy times, and uh, all of a sudden, what they do is they. Uh, notice, uh, it, well, first of all, it's funny because there's like one couple over in this corner and there's another couple in this corner and they're both getting it on, which is really weird. Like you do. Well, I'm, you know, I've never like been like, Hey, I'm going to go get you, my, my Michael, girl naked you, over here. And no, I'm not saying that you've done that, but you've been a young man well, with a girlfriend well, that's different. and your friend and the, but you're my in friend the was same at least room. Enough, no, in the no. car. You've never been to a not drive-in in the same, movie. Well, not in the same car. No. I like my privacy. Plus, my schlong's so giant. There's not room. You've for never been else. to a right, drive-in movie it. with girlfriend in the back and you in the never, front. And never, not on a double date where we've done it in the same proximity. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying well, no, no, no. Just I'll make it out maybe, but not like not past first base. Every single guy has done that with their friends to go. Uh huh. See what I'm doing while no, you're doing not it me. over there. I respect women too much for that. Oh God bless I, you. I feel like that they deserve their privacy and that their womanhood shall be. But they're sacred. doing the same thing. They're going. They're saying, you know what? My friend Shelly wants to see me. Do, do, do me a, go to second. Base. You know what? Don't don't you dare try to okay. justify bad behavior by citing other bad behavior. Okay, okay. you're right. Uh, I'm yeah. just teasing. Come right. on, come on. You're true. You, you're on. right. Okay. Anyhow, so they're back making out in the same room, which I still find pretty weird. And all of a sudden, they like we we said that this was a like a tri level fun house. Well, guess what? Something's going on in the basement. And lucky for them, they can look through the slats in the floor and see what's going on. So they're, they, uh-huh. you know, they heard what's yep. going on. They're looking down through the slats and sure enough, there's some shit going down in the basement. What's going on is Madame Zena apparently is, uh, got a little gig on the side, you know, kind of. She's a prostitute. What? Wow. Uh, that's such a, I don't know. Dirty I, I, word. I, I, All she's doing is, is giving sexual favors for money. Is that a prostitute? Technically. Okay. I don't know if you can call someone who's in the circus that she's uh, you know asks for money for sexual favors from other carny workers. Yeah, that, that just a, seems like an arrangement to me. That seems perfectly fine. Is that a prostitute though? Uh, yeah, because, yeah, you're you're probably because right. it's like it's just like uh it should be you should be able to just go, <laughs> "Hey, after you get off work, give a hand job to this guy over here." <laughs> uh, you know, 
We'll think about a pay raise later on. Well, either way, the guy in the Frankenstein mask is super horny. And he's like, wow, I just need to get off right now. And Madam Zena, the, uh, the, uh, the three. The out of, angry. <laughs> oh, dude. It's so funny because, because he doesn't talk. He just grunts a little and he freaks out a little bit. And you really get to see kind of how, uh, quote unquote, maladjusted he is. But he's yeah. still got his Frankenstein mask on. So you, you don't know who this guy is, but you also see slobber coming through the, come through the mask mouth hole. Yeah. Which is really kind of gross. But it's funny because there, there there was a point there where they're doing oh let, let let's talk about price he's he's giving her a twenty she's like no that's not enough anyways he ends up getting a hundred out of this little cash box gives it to her and uh, he's like sweet and, and of course Madame Zena in her in her nice gypsy voice is is narrating the whole thing oh you're a nice young man oh you are very ready yeah. for this and uh, so she reaches down and grabs the uh, holy golden sheenus. And unfortunately, within a couple seconds, uh, he just shot his load. Literally seconds. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you're very excited. Whoa, too, <laughs> okay. too bad. Oh, thanks for you know." And I'm thinking about this. You think about that hourly rate, a hundred bucks for about ten seconds. That's pretty solid hourly rate, dude. That's amazing money. If you could get eight hours a day doing that, holy shit! The, the only problem that I have with it is that, you know. The dude's hands are nasty. Right. I right. thought those were gloves, but it turns out they're not. And his face is nasty, too. Well, we I mean, don't we know find that out. We, we don't know well, that yet. But I'm just saying, I wonder what the ding ding, because she looked at it like, ooh, <laughs> it's pretty all right. Well, it, it, let's put it It clear. shoots off It was quick, probably but, pale uh, right. and split down the middle a little bit. But yeah. but the thing is, is kids these days, they're splitting their cocks yeah. and you know doing all sorts of weird Prince Albert bullshit with it and, and just really messing around with it. Hey, who though. doesn't have a Prince Albert Not I don't know anybody who doesn't is what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. Thank you. All right. Sorry. God, get off my, get off my back, brother. Right. Well, you want your hundred bucks back? Well... What's his name? Frankenstein wanted his hundred bucks back, but of course, Madame Zena's like, "That's bullshit. I'm not giving you. You, you, you always want your money back. Well, too. especially after it's ten seconds. Ten come on. seconds, and then you go, boom. Hey, what? You know, it's like change the channel. Exactly. It's like uh, porno. <laughs> you're watching a porno. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then you're like, oh god, I wonder what's uh, <laughs> yeah, what's on TV. So I wonder if the hockey channel's on. Let's go check that out. After the squirt. Yeah, you you could probably watch uh, Pride and Prejudice after that and be completely sure. happy. Sure. So he wants his hundred bucks back. Of course, Madame Zena is not going to give it back to him. So what does he do? He freaks out. He starts panicking and he strangles her to death, and she dies. And of course, this sends uh, Frankenstein into a panic, and um, he goes and gets the Barker, who later on we find out is his dad. But. In the meantime, in the meantime, yeah, after oh, you strangle the gypsy, oh, you need to get somebody. You you need you somebody to take care dad. of. Sure, Dad, I screwed up. You get her hold of mom. You, do dad, you say, Mom, Dad, somebody. You go, Mom. I really did it this time. <laughs> I strangled Madame Zena. No, I yeah, I think he I think he went with the right thing right there. However, as he was gone, going after his dad, the kids who were stuck up there were like, Oh shit, we need to get out of here. And so they're trying to look at, they're, they're trying to get out of there. They, they, they find their way to a couple of doors, but they're all locked and they, they seem to be stuck. Um, however, as they're kind of looking around for an exit, one of the guys goes in there to say, Oh man, I got to make sure that girl's dead, you know? And if not, you know, I figured it was because if not, we're going to go in there and I'm going to try to save her. But we find out that she is dead and that's not why he went in there. He yeah. actually goes in there to steal Richie. the cash box. You son of a bitch. What a greedy bitch. Because I'll tell you what, the Barker comes in, they start talking, 
And, uh, you know, the, the, the guy in the Frankenstein costume's freaking out, of course. And because he just killed Madame Zena. I mean, what, what's not to freak out? You would have to. I mean, I, I don't know what to do. However, the point that when he really went off the, the deep end is when they found out that the money was gone. And the Barker assumed it was Frankenstein. And he not got happy about that. No, pissed off. In fact, he got to the point where, where he was having this guy punch himself in the face and rips off his uh, mask. Yeah. Now, let's just describe a little bit the face. Why why don't why don't you go ahead and do that for us? Uh it looked like a Albert Einstein meets <laughs> a vampire with this with an like an albino a, for sure. Albino with an axe split right down the middle. Exactly. And he, And I've seen that mask online somewhere before because oh yeah. I went, oh, "Oh, that's where I've seen that before." Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Well, so anyway, basically what's going on is he's, is, uh, he's given Frankenstein guy now the, 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 the gash face, uh, um, you know, the business and whatnot. And of course the kids are back upstairs looking down and all of a sudden Richie, what was his name Richie? The guy's lighter drops through the slats and down and all of a sudden it's like the jig is up. Yeah. The Barker knows people are there. And in essence, he's, he, he tells this Frankenstein guy who's not the Frankenstein guy anymore because he ripped off his mask. To go and kill these guys to save quote unquote. Richie is pretty much a fuck up in every he aspect is. of the word. Especially four from- eyes, <laughs> stealing money, <laughs> drops his lighter down the crack of the boards. Dude. Now the Barker's got the lighter and he's going, I know you're up there. It's like, first off, girl, you're kind of hot. What are you sure. doing hanging with Richie? Absolutely. Because he's a turd. He was small, especially compared to Buzz. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Buzz. Buzz was a rocker, man. I mean, he had the big, <laughs> muscly arms. He could throw a football clear over the mountain. He could throw 50 yards at least. Yeah, dude. Anyway. Richie's like a turd. So, and, and so there you go. The rest of the movie is basically uh, this kind of mongoloid, crazy albino guy with the split face trying to save his family and kill off the kids. And so there you go. Um, in, 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 uh, classic slasher style, you know, you have them picked off one by one. You, you know, you have these situations happen. Uh, the one thing about it though, that kind of, uh, sets it apart from a lot of other slashers. And I don't know if you would consider this a slasher necessarily, but it kind of had the same formula is the fact that it all took place in this dark ride, which was an amazing place. To hold this kind of a movie. I, I, I don't know what it is, dude, but I really, really like horror movies set in carnival circus. Oh, dude, absolutely. You know, that, like that. I can't, I can't even remember the name of it, but it, it was an old Joan Crawford movie, huh. uh, where it was set in a circus and she was the ring, she was the circus manager and uh-huh. people are dying all over the place. And I, I, I just, there's something about Elephant Man. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that circusy music and that whole setting of it. Uh, There's not been a lot of good circusy movies made, but I like that. And not only that, but I mean, we're talking. I mean, sure, we have like the you know we talked about some of the props. I mean, you've got like the scary props, but not only that, we you know we also had the eyeball, but we also had these like kind of like animatronic type, uh, creepy clown clowns. We had a fat lady. We had Pee Wee Herman, like a chubby Pee Wee Herman. Uh, 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 and it, it was just kind of a really cool place to set this thing. Now, 
I mean, I don't know how you felt about it, but um, the movie ends up and the ending's kind of like, oh, really? Shit, you know? Okay, that kind of seems a little weird. But to me, the 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 best part of this movie was the setting. And kind of was that whole vibe of the, of, of the, of the carnival and, and everything that happened there. Plus that, the dude looked freaky as shit. He's okay, always like so screaming and whatever. Little Joey. Oh, Joey's yeah. the little brother. Yep. And he loves the carny. Everything he loves, you know, it's obvious if you walk into his room, he loves magicians. He loves horror movies. Yep. He loves carnivals. He loves, you know, S&M. He loves everything. He's got <laughs> everything on the wall. He goes in. And it's that obligatory, you know, uh, put the mask on. Right. And the, then you the, see the, through the eyes. Exactly. The Halloween beginning. So when he plays the joke on the sister, she goes to this whole rigmarole of, I swear to God, Joey, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to get you back and right. everything else. I was just kind of going, what the hell? When uh, Because at the very end, of the, Joey... He is going to the carnival. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he sneaks out the window in, and heads out. In fact, he is jumping over the fence and right. back over the fence and right. over the fence and back <laughs> over the fence. He's, he's like, man, I can't get away from this fucking carnival. Right. But when he finally gets, I don't know, clonk on the head or scared or, yeah. or whatever. Well, because he gets scared because the guy comes out underneath uh, from the, the, the white guy reaches out from under like the like the right like the right porch or whatever that had the kind of the the you know the stuff the hanging out from it. exactly You're right and so they scared him and apparently he got all shocked you know did we and didn't, that one guy's like i washed him up really he's wearing his little oh uh, yeah yeah like a carney mindy a carney guy oh yeah t- his suspenders. suspenders yep and he's like i washed him up real good and the mom's like awesome well we'll get him home and he'll never do this again I mean, so <laughs> she didn't give a shit. She was wasted. Monotone, just like she seemed like a bitter old bitch. Fuck yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, and that, she's it, an asshole. <laughs> she didn't give a shit about anything that no. was going on. But I don't know. Was, but what yeah. I was getting to is at that point when they were they're getting him in the car, he has that quick flash of her going, "I hate you, Joey," and I'm gonna. What was that all about? Well, and, and here's the thing. I mean, because I skipped over that whole side story. I mean, because we have Joey going out. We have him walking, and there's a redneck that drives up next to him, and he's like, hey, can I give you a ride? No. He pulls out a shotgun and scares <laughs> him for no reason. Just for like no reason. And the guy's just sitting there going, ah, uh, He ah, just ah, laughs ah, and ah, drives ah. away. The thing is, is I think what happened, and this is what it seemed like to me. I don't know this for sure, but that whole side story with Joey or whatever his name was, um, I think it was meant to be something a lot deeper than it ended up being. And I don't know, right. but because there was, because the same thing happened. You heard the sister, you know, what, what you said, the sister, you know, got all pissed off and he was remembering that and whatever, but it's like, it didn't really have a place and you could have cut that part totally out and the movie would have been the same. Here's what I thought. Okay. I thought that because he, at one point he jumps over the fence for like the 30th time. He jumps over the fence because I'm a fucking out of here. I'm out of here. Right. And then right. he jumps back over. No, I love the fun house. I'm going to go back over to the fun house. But when he jumps over and he goes to Buzz's car uh-huh. and he tries to get in, I don't know how he knew that it was Buzz's car, but right. he's a nosy bastard. He is. He so he probably on. knew, you know, looking out the window. He's probably like, leaving. I hope I can see my sister's tits that Buzz gets on because he seems to love his sister's tits, which yeah. is weird. But what I'm thinking was is that like when when the when the, that Carney guy goes, oh, I washed him up real good, and 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 the parents come to pick him up and uh-huh. take him off, 
and he's kind of that's playing back to his head. I hate you, and I'll get you back. He's kind of going, "Whoa, Buzz's car! She's in there still, right?" And yeah. they just kind of pack him up and go away. But I was thinking that's the only. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems like an almost a thread, uh, a story thread that they're just like, ah, screw it. You know, it's <laughs> let's just get rid of him. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't go any farther it than does. him just kind of looking out at space near. But really, I'm gonna get you, Joey. What part did he play? He didn't save anybody. He didn't really have any part yeah. of the movie at all, except for the little weird perv part in the beginning. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know. That's... But I mean, other, after that, it, there was nothing. Yeah, and I wonder if there's some kind of cut or whatever. But I don't know. I have no idea. But whatever. I mean. Toby, call us. <laughs> sure, let us know what's going on. What'd you, um, what'd you think about it? Dude, it's a strong rent okay. for me. I mean, I I will watch it again because, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I mean, it mm-hmm. wasn't one thing that I really did like, and it was like way dramatic and just, oh, my God. I love the music in the background. Oh, it was great stuff. And the the end scene or the, the last. Where he. Sh- you know, Shiraz, right. where it's, oh, my God, you know, and she's, uh-huh. you know, battling it out with the, the bad guy. I hated that part, actually. I, I liked the, the sparks and the... Yeah, there was the a lot of stuff. Light, yeah. and it was just, it lasted forever. It but did. But for me, it was kind of like, man, they're really taking advantage of this whole, okay, the gears are driving slowly. And right. And, and look, gonna, there's some wood going through it, and it's breaking the wood. And he's caught up, and oh, it, yeah, it's I, total it, setup. I, I, I am totally I with you. I love the music. I love the, it's like a good fireworks show. The, the music was great. The whole, the, the atmosphere was great. The movie looked great. It had that old, I mean, obviously it was a, it was a product of its time. And it, it's awesome. And I love movies from this time. The last part and how it kind of resolves itself, I just had a rough time with. Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I would agree with that. I just thought, I mean, as that, it was a pretty long scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, man, they are really selling this. And sure. I mean, it's like, you can't get away from him, really. You can't get away. He's hung up. He's doing that. You know, it's like, right. you can't get away from Well, this and there guy. were a few parts where I'm like, do this. You know, I just wanted to yell like, like when she's yelling out and there's that fan, the airflow fan. Yeah. And there's that, and the, you know, it has the little, uh, like the belt on it. I'm just like, grab the belt. Get rid of the, throw your shoe in the belt. Through that whole scene, but I was just waiting for him to grab her and throw her through it. I was waiting that for That would have been awesome. <clears throat> that would have been great. The other side, and, but. but I do think that this lacked, especially in the end. I, however, I still enjoyed it. I did buy this movie, but. Uh, only, I mean, it's just only because it's like that time period, the the, the time capsule, the look of it, um, the uh, you know, also with Arrow Video and all the extras that I think they're going to have on that, I'm really excited to look, you know, and looking forward to. But as far as a strong movie it goes, I'm with you. I mean, I don't, I don't really think that it's that fantastic outside of the look and feel of it. Yeah, I, I there's something to be said about that. I don't know what that is about me or about movies that are like super creepy but there's something about that setting right oh absolutely i had heard a rumor and i don't even know maybe it's a movie that's coming out or something but sid Haig is like a depressed clown in a circus he plays a clown that's shocking go figure go figure (laughs) but i heard that like he was in talks or Uh or making a movie about him being like this and not necessarily a horror movie but there's, I don't know what that is about. It's it's, I mean, it's, it's like that show uh, on HBO, Carnival. Carnival. I, Carnival. I, I didn't really get into it oh, so I much. I loved that show. But I loved 
you know, I only watched the first season, oh, but I, I love that. that setting of just absolutely carny are folk creepy, and just man. creepy shit. And I love the Elephant Man. Oh yeah, yeah. and freaks. From like what, 1930 something? Yeah. Oh yeah. I Tom love Brown's. that stuff, and I don't know what it is, but I love that setting. And this had a, and this kind of fell right in line with those, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, obviously not as good movies as The Elephant Man or Freaks, but the thing is, is that whole setup, the whole vibe, the whole feeling to it was similar. So, which kind of goes back to like Toby Hooper and that, the, you know, the the the, the Funhouse Barker. And the son slap, and it's like you know, right. treating him like you son of a, you know, you're right. you know, it's right. like I, I kind of got that old Texas chainsaw sure deal because Leatherface was look what you did to the door, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was that old school, you bastard. And did you know that, uh, you know, the remember when the all the kids before they go into the fun house and say, hey, let's stay the night and make love in there, uh-huh. and they go into the uh, freaks tent or whatever, and uh-huh. they see the. The, oh yeah, the, the little guy in the jar. The guy in the jar. That's Tad. That that's is. younger brother. That's his. Yep. That's younger brother it. to Frankenstein. He did who's... not make it. I don't know. I, I the thing those is, are some horrible family genes. There, dude. there was a couple of points where I thought to myself, where you know, there was one point especially where where uh, uh, somebody was holding a gun. I think it was the Barker was holding a gun in the in the shot was all you could see was the hand in the gun, and then in the background you could see. Uh, the girl in, in Buzz in, and then uh, you saw the the fun house decorations also in the back. I'm thinking that would make a kick ass poster. There were a lot of yeah. moments where I'm like, oh man, you take that screenshot. And the opening credits, awesome. just all those oh, little yeah. creepy clowns, absolutely and robot clowns and everything. And yes, the one over the top. Well, here's the thing right here. You know the cover. Oh yeah. That clown thing isn't even in the movie. No, but no, it's not. But you, but I'm gonna. You know how you put that episode image together? Usually, I'm gonna use the cover from the Arrow video. It's amazing. It's an awesome cover. Yeah, I didn't see that that clown from the cover that we have on the one fourth of a Walmart pack. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this has got to be nasty. There's gonna be this guy, this guy, this guy that looks like Casper with clown paint on. Right. Is going to be like punching everyone's lights out or something, you know, stabbing everybody. <laughs> I didn't even oh, see it. I was so. like, what the hell? Not so. Anyway. I don't know, man. I, you know, it's a strong rant. I'll watch, like I'll definitely watch it again. Well, if, if nothing else to put it on, I mean, this is put it on for the atmosphere. I'm with you. I'll give it a strong rent, even though I bought it. Just be, but, but like I said, I'm kind of a completist and I like to own all that stupid shit, but whatever. And now I'm going to be broke because I've been looking at Arrow videos. Uh, then they need a, they should give us a freaking million bucks. Arrow. Man. Hello. <laughs> at least, uh, slap some, uh, DVDs over this way. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have to watch them on our computers because I don't have any uh, uh, Region Zero DVD players. But sure. That's anyhow. Um, I can do that. Just so you know, this uh, it's funny because you ever heard of Dean R. Koontz? Um, the I writer? have. Okay. He actually wrote a novelization of the screenplay of this uh, under a pseudonym. And it's funny because he wrote it and he put it out based on the screenplay. But it came out before the movie did. So, you know, people were thinking that people were mistakenly thinking that maybe this was based off that book, but it's not. However, I might want to, usually in books, they go a little bit deeper and maybe we'll get some backstory a little bit of what, of what's going well, on. I mean, what's the book called? Funhouse. The oh, Funhouse. Yeah. Dean R. Kuntz Funhouse. Yeah. And he, he actually already as well, um, did a, uh, another book after it. And I'm not sure which one, what, what that's called or anything. Let's see. I'm looking at it now. 
Anyways, no, but apparently he, he also wrote another book that kind of followed up to it. But I don't know. Might be worth checking out because, I mean, uh, especially with the visuals in your head, and I know you're supposed to use your imagination, but it would be cool to kind of be in this atmosphere again. So you got Toby Hooper. Mm-hmm. What, what, Texas Chainsaw was what, 1973? Uh-huh. And you got Funhouse, 81. Yep. Dude. What? They don't compare at all. No. Do you think? Well, no. Think? No. No. Well, yes. Because How you doing? I'm Toby. Here, here's the thing, though. The, I mean, the quality of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He also did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, I believe. But the quality may be different. However, the vibe was still kind of grindhousey and still kind yeah, of raw. I could you see know? that. And, and so, yeah. and, I mean, so sure. I mean, I can see that it's the same but guy. This just wasn't as good. A you know, masterpiece, dude. A sure. classic horror well, film. Well, how, how often is there a guy who does a masterpiece and is never quite able to reach that again? Sure. So, I mean, I that, can see that's that, not but abnormal. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. Anyhow, so there you go. That's the Fun House 1981. That's um, why I put the pudding in your hands. <laughs> Ooh, you you always have the sweet comebacks. Oh, sorry, man. Did I? Did I? No, okay. I'm just saying. Touche. You <laughs> always right. make. You're the guy that makes me go, "Wow, dude." Well, okay, you're hot, and that's when my pants know are off. All the <laughs> things about everything. Anyway, come on, let's stop with that. Anyway, so there you go. That's uh, episode 17. Do you got anything else to add? No. Why don't we go ahead and put in a death scene right here? Ooh. Holy shit. <laughs> You've had a long, hard day, Uncle Willie. Oh, Willy. I bet you he's a long, hard one. Ooh, I know I could. <laughs> there you go, Uncle Willie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gee. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God! Uncle Willie, are you okay? Try, Try mine. mine. Try mine. Try mine. Try mine. Suck this one down, Uncle Willie. Long, hard one. Nothing gets you fucked up faster. Am I right, guys? Am I right? He's looking at you, Uncle Willie. That felt pretty good. You're never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never, never going to get, get it. it. Uh, you know everyone wants us to sing that, but we're not going to do it this not, time. Not this time. We're never going to sing it. Never going to sing it until never maybe next episode. Ah, <laughs> you son of a... Uh, okay, so uh, again, appreciate all the phone calls, the uh, the voicemails. We love it. Uh, remember the, the question of the episode, if you're... Um, what kind of horror activities have you partaken in uh outside of maybe movies and music so and you know. join our facebook group join corpse it. cast cadaver lab corpse cast it's go fun. there it's fun, search fun, it fun. on the facebook and join and you can friend us because trust me 
I won't put. I won't talk about masturbation on your personal page. I'll talk about it in the in the corpse cast, though. I can't <laughs> say. I can't guarantee. <laughs> but just join. All that's, right, that's awesome. Number two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. That again is two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Or hit up the sneak pipe tab on corpsecollective.com. Uh, other than that, I guess that's I guess that's it for us for this episode. So we will catch you guys later. See ya. I'll never be-